When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. edition of the Michael Deacon program reporting to you live and direct from you guessed it Health Central California deep inside a boiler room my name in fact is Michael Deacon and your mom loves me I am the host of this wonderful program and, it, and I look very um, forward to once again serve you those conscious coma inducing vibrations I was going to hit you with the other intro however i stopped myself right there i thought wait a minute wait a minute we're not doing that normal sort of uh thing here no we're not doing that uh tonight i had to stop myself i forgot all about it i thought wait a minute this is a special show not the normal show i had to stop myself and go wait a minute rewind there what am i saying if you are up at this hour and you found this program. I am excited that you have found us. This is a very, very special show. Not for everyone. It's really not for the weak of heart out there. It's really not. Joining me tonight is a very special guest, Eric, the adventurer. He's been on before, and he has returned all the way from Mount Shasta. That is where he is, not where I am. Trust me, you don't want to be where I am. It's 100 degrees out here, 100 plus, and it's nighttime. That is not cool, by the way. That is really, really goddamn hot. Now, without further ado, let's bring in our guest all the way from Mount Shasta. Eric, how are you? Did Eric die? I had, I had, it, on, I had it on mute. I apologize. Oh, you were very smart. <laughs> yeah, you learn these things after you do a few of these shows. There you go. You're oh, clever. Thanks. I didn't even have to, uh, you know. You have to waste any time. You already know the drill. Love that. 
So, Eric, so they thought it'd be fun. We're going to have a good time. We are going to have a good time. And Eric, you know, I had to stop myself during the intro. I thought, wait a minute, what am I saying here? I'm doing the wrong goddamn intro. We're going to have so much fun here tonight. It's a special show. It's one of those things that just sort of come out of the ether. Not planned, all organic. We just thought, we just jump in. Yeah. That's what happens. Do it. Yeah, well, of course, that's how we roll. That's how, that's exactly how we roll. And it's a miracle that I'm even here. You know, the internet was going uh, in and out. It was hell on earth. The computer uh, went off, it went down all of a sudden. I, I don't know why. Well, uh, I've got some breaking news. I know why that happened. What happened? Is it, want, is it well, because the contents in my computer were worse than what's inside Hunter Biden's laptop? I'm not worse, but, uh, Slightly more provocative. More provocative. That's a good word. That's a good way to uh, good way to sort of set it up there. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna be, uh, at some point. We're gonna talk about why my hideous isn't here. I think it's gonna shock some of your listeners. Oh, it's but, gonna scare uh, some of the listeners. I'm so glad you brought that up. I, I didn't really want to. You know, I didn't want to be the first one to mention it here. But you sort of let the cat out of the proverbial bag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I follow Mike on Facebook. And Do you? I, I know you've been busy trying to, uh, you know, get the show rolling here, and I right. just happened to go on his website or his his, his Facebook profile and, and saw some posts, and I was kind of shocked. Actually. What happened? So I, well, uh, okay, so you won't actually be able to tell by reading his uh, Facebook comments, but um, but uh, insider, I got some insider information. So Mike's been dating this young lady. Uh, oh my it, it's God. not anything serious, but uh, she likes the camp. And what uh, do you mean by well, what, what do you mean by young lady? And you're, you're starting well, to worry I mean, me here. She's probably I don't know in her mid mid to late twenties. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's on Facebook too. I, I see that they follow each other. Wow. I'm not a stalker or anything like that. I just I just happen to just go see what he's up to just because I, I was kind of curious. You know more than I do. You know, I, I host a show with this guy. You know more than I do about my own co-host. That, you know, he's MIA, ladies and gentlemen, if you were wondering what happened to Mike. You know, he is on assignment right now, so he's not really, you know, he's not really here, but in spirit he is. Well, he's he's on an assignment, right. but uh, he's been taken off the assignment, actually, because hmm. of what happened. Something happened. Yes. Uh, so I'll just let you know, me just to give you the quick nutshell. And if you wanted to go on further, I don't, don't want to get the show shut down. <laughs> I'm kind of concerned because we're not really supposed to, I don't think we're supposed to talk about it. Real, you I know, don't know all the details. I only know part of the details. I, I'm so confused right now. I, I you know, I, I talk to Mike all the time on a daily basis. You know, we do a show together. He kind of tells me these things. And here you are sort of laying down this info that I've never heard before. Well, you know, again, what? I was just kind of just observing this uh this this woman that he had chatted with a few times and and then i saw some pictures and i just kind of put two and two together i mean it was obvious that uh it just it was pretty obvious to me without him actually saying it that, that they were camping out there and uh and you know i so i went on her her account actually he didn't okay. put this on his account and uh, she oh, says uh, they had an experience out there in the forest while they were camping that that uh the forest rangers came out in, in like this men in black kind of scenario. And, uh, you know, I think Mike would have told, you know, I think Mike would have said something about this. This sounds, this so sounds crazy. Not to discuss it. As a matter of fact, this is what I was going to share with you is, uh, he actually said to these guys, apparently that he was going to, uh, be on the show tonight and he didn't want to miss the show. He says, no, you're, they told him, no, you're not doing any shows tonight. You're not to discuss this. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, you're not, not pulling not my chain here. So, that's really what's happening. Well, I don't know. I mean, this is just the research that I've been able to come up with. I haven't been able to verify it, but uh, 
but they they had an encounter out there with uh with I, I think a Bigfoot actually. A Bigfoot. Yeah, while they were camping, and uh, and it, it uh, but apparently they weren't the only ones. There were several people at this campground that uh, saw it, and it uh, it terrified some of the people, and uh, that's why they sent the forest rangers out there and just and just shut the conversation down on the whole thing, and then they. They basically were nervous that it was going to get released on your show, so that's why they kind of screwed up your internet there for about an hour. They figured, okay, we got you shut down, but they didn't know you were going to bring me in to tell the story. Well, this they sounds a little no crazy now. They, you know, get in trouble the whole them. internet thing sounds a little, you know, sounds a little, uh, you know, a little made up. Well, it could be, but the NSA, man, they're tricky. They know, they know how to do stuff. Well, I think Mike would have uh, clearly told me if he had... Uh, seen a ufo a ufo a bigfoot out there Dude, they, they make you sign an nda and uh you know if he if he doesn't uh go along with the program then that could be dangerous for you too they, they might have said hey mike if you discuss this with your uh with this mr deacon uh we we won't hurt you but we'll go after him and so out of love and concern for you and your protection how I ridiculous that's why yeah i know it sounds ridiculous but these things happen all I do know is there was that one woman who was going after me at one time who was saying I was working for the CIA and she was accusing you of the same thing. <laughs> really? Do you remember that lady? Which, what was her name? Was it Penny, uh, Penny Bradley there, or Penny so, Marshall? Or something, Penny of, something of, something of that nature. Some, yeah, I think that was her name. She was Penny claiming Shepherd, that I worked yeah, for the CIA. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it really was. Yeah. He was locked up in a house for one of those houses. Or not a house, but a facility, I should say. And uh, she, she was able to get on a phone and uh, make some phone calls. And Who is that woman, by the way? What, what is her story? What, you know, I don't even know how. She, I... she was under MK Ultra that she had a CIA. Her, her husband was a oh CIA God. handler. It's a long story, but apparently he died uh, mysteriously. So she was kind of left uh, unhandled. This is a true story, by the way. At least I, this is what she says. So I'm repeating what she said. Which yeah. There was a lot of drama that occurred after that that led me to believe that she probably wasn't lying because uh, I started getting direct messages on Twitter from from accounts that didn't have any followers, wasn't following anybody. They were brand new accounts, but they're like warning me, like you know, uh, you know, why are you discussing these things with her? And <laughs> they were warning you. you. Stop. I've got the. I've saved the uh, tweets. Actually, I took Photoshop, but this is like from four or five years ago. They, they this was. The shit out of me. Well, I do remember. Don't, don't uh, interview her. Don't have any more conversations with her. Yeah. So I just dropped it. She got pissed at me for that. Because she got no balls. I was giving you great information, and now you're just going to leave me hanging. I says, listen, man, I'm not going to play this game with your whoever these people are. They're telling me that that's going to cause problems for me, and it's not that important that I need to tell your story so I can get in trouble. Yeah. Well, and she that, was kind of wild, from what I remember. Yeah. Well, you know, they give them a lot of drugs. That's how they get them to. Uh, to have these altered personalities and, and and forget things and you know all these false memories and so it's really hard to say really what happens with these people but they I'm not saying these. that I'm not saying that doesn't exist I do know very well about the MK Ultra project and many others out there um, they say that sort of went away in the past but we both know that's not exactly accurate it still exists yeah. today and uh, well yeah. this woman definitely something is going on with her for sure. But yeah, she but was yeah, so very crazy. She's out of the scene now. She's, I think she's been kind of ostracized. Uh, people just weren't ready to hear what she had to say. And they're going to dip their foot in the water and say, I'm out of here. You know? I don't even know how you found this woman or how we even came into her sort of radar, but 
you know, you find some of the most interesting people. And by the way, Eric, you are reporting from Mount Shasta. Uh, for those out, for those out there wondering why it says I'm in Mount Shasta, um, actually Eric is out there at a conference. Uh, Eric, tell us a little bit about this and the cast of characters that you are that you are currently around. Yes, it's amazing. Uh, Rob Potter, who I've never met before, Rob Potter. I really yeah. don't know a lot about him, but I, you know he's pretty well known in the UFO community. He's been doing this uh, this whole thing. He's really into the Venusians and the and the planet Venus and the whole nine yards. Thing. Anyway, <laughs> yes. so. He had some, uh, he's got some, uh, some of my friends are here. Arcturus Raw, he's here. Uh, John Polk, Reverend John Polk, Brad Olson. We love that guy. Show. John Polk, we, lo- yeah. we like him. Yeah, okay, he's a character. Uh, and then who else is up here? I'm trying to think here. Several other people. There's a girl, Krista Riza, who was in one of these uh, movies recently that uh, it was called the, uh, what are they called? Those movies. Uh, un, unsomething or another, uh, unacknowledged or whatever. She was, uh, they made a movie about her experiences with the ET. Anyway, so then there's some other people that are here that I've never seen before met that were telling uh, stories that were new to me and pretty amazing stories with pictures. And so uh, there's pictures now. Oh, yeah, this guy's got pictures. He, and I know uh, you know, most of this will laugh. I mean, when you first hear me say this, but, uh, <laughs> About uh, seven years ago, Huntington Beach, of all places, he lives there with his his son. He was 18 at the time. He's 25 now. His son's here at the conference with him. They they kind of work together when they're putting on their press. This was the first time he's ever spoken publicly about it. But uh, there was a, a you know some sort of light that appeared in the sky out there over the ocean, like typically out there near the Catalina Island, you know, region. That's kind of where they're looking at, where everybody's seeing all these tic tacs and whatnot. Yeah, I was going to say lots so, of sightings out there, and even recent too. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're still happening. I I, I kind of want to do it. We need to go uh, get a bag of uh, mushrooms and go out to the uh, Avalon, Santa, Quina, Santa Catalina Island, and just just do some sky tripping. Well, I didn't, you know, I didn't expect all of that, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, you think we can pull that off? I mean, get on that ship, um, with the, with well, and, and just cruise over. Well, you know, I, I mean, in a perfect world, perhaps that sort of thing would would manifest on the island, so we don't have to, you know. Okay. Get into any trouble doing that, but yeah. No, no, yeah, we will. They'll never know. Just, I'll just, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, make, we'll make it happen. But yeah. anyway, so, uh, Whoa, yeah, so mean, he tells the story. Don't say that on the air here. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you get us kicked off. I thought there was no rules on this show. I mean, well, there really isn't. I just, you know. <laughs> yeah, so he said that uh, they were, they, this thing came out and they were uh, looking at it and they, it was coming like every Tuesday and Wednesday. It would come out there and they would, they would be like clockwork. And then after a period of time, several weeks, months, whatever, this guy decided this man's about, you know, 55 years old, whatever, you know, he decides he's going to like send messages to these people with his mind. Holy shit. Kind of use this like CE5, uh, Stephen Greer uh, tech technology where you're just kind of trying to talk to him and make him think that, hey, I'm cool. If you're cool, then, you know, we're, we're cool. Type of, right. And so apparently uh, these things that uh, he was talking to them and they were blinking, like when he would say something. They would just start blinking. So he believed that they were kind of communicating with him. And eventually he asked them to, uh, <laughs> yeah, no shit. He says, uh, I want to come, come and visit. You're safe. Come, come see me. And apparently they, they came and I'm shortcutting the whole thing. That's I'm okay. Not, all night long, but, but they, they came and, uh, that is crazy. They, they took him on the spaceship. Wow. I'm not making this up. This is what he said. I this is what he was time. saying. You saw this man dead in the I eye. Like, you saw stage telling this story with his son, with his son right there. And uh, so, I mean, here's the way I look at it. 
if there's you know there's there's grifters out there, no doubt about it. There's some great UFO storytelling people. I mean, half half those stories are probably they're, they're great stories though. Don't get me wrong. I mean, stories. and we love oh, that. Yeah. We love that here, by the way. We love the craziness. We love the abnormal. We love all that sort of thing. We love the unusual. We're fans of that here. Oh yeah, but his but he had his son there, and uh, as he's telling the story, at points during the story, he would get emotional and. He actually, it was like, you know, how, how guys get just before they were going to actually cry with tears, they kind of start getting that kind of like half cry little voice and they kind of get choked up, but they don't actually cry. I don't know well, about any of that, Eric. I don't cry. <laughs> I don't cry and I don't bleed, by the way. Cry, but he was on the verge of crying and he got really emo- emotional and choked up about the, what he was saying two or three times. And his son was there. And I just don't think the guy would, would either would be like an actor where he'd fake this and then his son would be there and he would lie in front of his son or, That's or true. his son was in on this grift or something because that, during the presentation he says, listen, because I'm sharing this story with you because it's the truth. He goes, I don't want your money. I don't want you to be my fan. He goes, I'm not on social media, so you don't, need to, you don't have to worry about following me. I'm not trying to write a book. He says, I'm just telling you this is my experience and this is what happened and I'm going to show you pictures. And you cannot record them or take pictures. He says, so if you've got your camera phone on or video or whatever, you can turn it all off. So we, I wasn't able to take pictures, but I drew pictures. And he showed us pictures of the craft. Not, and this is going to blow your mind. Uh, he actually got taken aboard the craft and got to take pictures of the inside of the craft. No, that's crazy. crazy and that's you crazy. saw these photos. I saw the photos. And what watch. do you think? You were impressed by them. I don't know if they were real or not, but they look convincing. They look, they look good. Convincing. I mean, if this, uh, yeah. So we'll see. You know, some of these stories, they come out. I wish uh, they, you, I wish you could have taken photos of that and, you know, brought it to all of us here to share. Brought it to the class. Well, uh, How dare you? he is uh, putting together with uh, Rob Potter. I guess they're going to put a book together. You know, and put the pictures in the book, but they they want it to kind of all come out at once. And the guy's successful. He he's got his own business. He he's got a he's got a business right there, like a half a block from the Huntington Beach. They like a bakery. Uh, you know, you can tell nice. he's doing well. Very cool. I um, you know, he's not well to do, but you can just tell. And he's he's intelligent. He's very. Uh, he's just he's just a straight dude. I mean, you can just tell. You know, and you don't think he's uh, blowing smoke up anyone's ass? You think he's the real deal? At this point, I don't. I mean, more information could emerge in the future. But, but you know what? I said to his son, I said, ask his son after his, can I, can, are you allowed to discuss this? I mean, your dad's okay if you, like, if I want to interview you. And he said, yeah. So I'm going to go to You're going to interview him. Yeah, you can bring him on your show if you want. I'll interview him. You can listen. And then if you like the information. Yeah. yeah you can bring cool. him and maybe his dad will come on. Uh, but yeah, they're, uh, they just literally just broke the story for the first time publicly uh, two days ago. Nice. Okay. It's never been. So, yeah, it was kind of cool. So, that was exciting. That is exciting. You know, I've never heard anyone uh, make up, not make up, but I've never heard anyone uh, sort of tell these sort of stories in a long time. I mean, one of the last uh, tells I've heard, I shouldn't say tells, um, stories or um, I guess encounters or experiences you know, it's with someone like, um, you know, like Billy Meyer right. and like Travis Walton. So this is like the first time I'm hearing of uh, another story in a while. That's more yeah. recent, I should say. Yeah. I mean, this has been, and it's ongoing, apparently. I guess they're still having these uh, for like seven years now. Seven and years. Here's the deal. What's interesting is they're giving these guys information. And, okay. And they, he's, his, 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 that's why he's talking. He's sharing the information. But if, it's actually nothing negative. It's all 
this is these are people these are venusians apparently these are like a, these are humanoid people that that look human i mean like they balfour for example they said you know the uh, the uh i think it was called the alien at the pentagon the alien the, at the uh, pentagon right yeah so he that was balfour and apparently uh he was he looked very human i mean you wouldn't even know that he was not human but apparently the people from venus the planet venus according to this other guy dr raymond keller who was there who's amazing he's got seven books this guy's probably the world authority on venus he's been studying venus and all these stories about uh, the you know the venusians and and going way back i mean like 60 70 years this guy's he's about 70 now and he's a doctor he's He's a professor. I mean, super intelligent, very well spoken. This guy's not a Yahoo, and he's telling these stories, and it's like, wow. There's another guy I want to interview because uh, he actually, in his books, he provides evidence, and he doesn't just tell the story like you would read a story in a book. He's got pictures with documents and evidence. And, and um, Eric, let me let me just cut you off for a moment yeah, here, and sure. just sort of reintroduce reintroduce you rather to the newer listeners out there who are wondering who the hell is this guy here. And um, Eric, you're not just some random guy out there in the street, uh, you know, saying all these things to us here. Um, you know, you're someone who has done a lot of research. You've actually gone out there to uh, many uh, locations and you talk to all kinds of uh, people that have had these unusual experiences. And you yourself have interviewed a, a ton of people. And, you know, you kind of have a, a good way of sniffing out who is sort of uh, full of shit, in other words. Yeah, I I always give people the benefit of the doubt typically in the sure. beginning, uh, but you know, but oh, I, and then I I play the long game. I I watch, I listen, I see how their stories evolve or don't evolve, and where they go with it, and and then you know, if, the truth always kind of comes out eventually. Right. It seems like, right. and so we'll see with this guy. But right now, I got a good feeling about the guy. I think, uh, I mean, like anytime somebody can get on stage and and tell a story, you're looking in their eyes and their tone and their expressions, and then. You know, they're fighting back emotions. I mean, this guy's not a professional actor. He, he would have to be a professional actor to put on that presentation that he hmm. did for an hour if, and, and, and convince me because I'm not easily convinced. I mean, I'm not a skeptic, but I'm not stupid where I'm just going to believe every story I hear. And you, I, haven't, I uh, and you haven't looked up this individual on IMDb to make sure for, for yourself that he's not an actor. I have not yet. That was kind but of. A, I tell you what, that was kind of a joke. If I find by out the way, he is, I'll be. I'll, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> that, that was sort of a joke. Okay. But yes, <laughs> understood. Understood. Um, he's not an actor, as far as we know. But um, we will let you know if that happens. If he really is a fraud, we will uh, identify him right away and yeah. do things to him. Yeah, there's a there was a guy up. Just there kidding. We're not going to do anything to him. By the way, in case you're wondering, no, we're not going to do anything to him. Physically, it's just uh, it's just a joke. We're playing around, or at least I was. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so that'll sorry. be interesting. What happens with Mr. Hideous? So if he's uh, oh my god, if at some point he's willing to discuss this uh, this Bigfoot experience, that he had, uh, you I know, mean, I, I I'm sort of a torn. Yeah. To uh, believe that this even happened, it sounds like uh, this is sort of a made up story. I don't think he really saw anything. I, I think he would have uh, been here to tell it. Unless something well, really bad happened to him, which um, it, this it is, probably, it is probably crazy. is a made-up story, but it, it's it, it's a good story though. Well, that it is, you know, it, it is a good story, but <laughs> it got the audience. It, it got the audience paying attention right right from the get-go. I mean, they're tuned in now. But the story I just told you about the guy that in Huntington Beach with his son—that is one hundred percent true. No BS. No I BS. Was, okay, I was no, yeah. 
Yeah, just a disclaimer. The Mike Hideous story was BS, but I, okay, I, I, I was... wanted to. Br- I, I got your permission to kind of have a little fun with it. Mike will get a kick out. He's probably laughing right now. You know, Mike takes, Mike likes to laugh at my jokes, so I'm, he's probably enjoying this. Well, I mean, for a moment there, I didn't really think you were joking. <laughs> Why? I thought you were uh, you know, when... joking about the joke. I mean, you know, you've done this before. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So uh, anyway, so yeah, there's been some good talks. There's some very high vibration people here. We're at the, we're at the park in Mount Shasta. It's beautiful, tall redwood trees. You know, eighty hundred feet packed together on the green grass with the with the river and the lake and, and the rushing water. And the water's so clean, you could take your your cup and drink it right off the freaking with no chlorine, no no bullshit. You just boom, clean, clear water. Matter of fact, the, we're staying at this place on the Hammond Ranch. Uh, it's like a private uh, Airbnb deal. It's not very much. It's only like 150 bucks a night, but we got three of us, so it's 50 bucks each, cheaper than a hotel. And we got this huge uh, octagon house that was once a uh, like a, an, a, a it was basically a, a cult leader. This was his house. This this Indian Swami guy. I don't know his name, but he was here, and he would bring people here. And they would do their little ceremonies and have their little, you know, Swami thing going on. And anyway, I don't know what happened to the guy, if he died or he got run out of town. Because a lot of these uh, these guru Swami guys, they're really in it for sex. I mean, ultimately, that's typically their agenda. They, they want to get you these women, typically these blonde-haired women are very gullible. No, no offense if you're blonde, but that, that's, their, that's the target audience. Well, you know, you're not lying. I, I do recall that one woman. That was with that one fellow who was like that Brazilian guy, John of God, I guess that's his mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. I do recall being around, you know, I was around walking around at a conference one day and I did see him with uh, some woman who was, you know, like a former playmate of sorts. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, John of God. They did the thing on Netflix. That was that's an excellent series, by the way. He was a pervert. Yeah, that guy was a pervert. A lot of these guys are perverts. I think a but lot anyway, of them so- are that, you know, they start these sort of cults and, you know, they start, they start banging all the members, you know. Yeah. So I think there was a cult here. And uh, anyway, so I don't know. The guy that bought it, it was like a retired, uh, you know, Air Force general or whatever. And he has another house like like 100 yards from here. He's got two houses up on the mountain here in Mount Shasta. Beautiful property, like literally about three miles off this on this uh forest road you got to take which is a well-paved not paved but you know hard gravel it's it's clean it's it's not all lumpy and crappy and shit but anyway you got to drive up this road for three miles to get up to the side of the mountain it's it's awesome it's so quiet and peaceful here you got squirrels and deers running around and it's 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 a beautiful location no doubt i've never been that far up there before myself personally that's uh way up there i believe that's uh next to redding right sort of north of redding i should say very close, yeah. And Oregon's only less than an hour away, the Oregon border. Yeah, lots and, of um, lots of uh, beautiful things to see out there in Mount Shasta. And, you know, Mount Shasta is um, pretty mysterious. Lots of UFO sightings and uh, Bigfoot sightings out there for whatever reason. Yeah, there's uh, caves. They're called the uh, Shasta Caverns. It's about an hour from where we are. I didn't even know they were up here. And I, I got the local magazine that they put out where they put a little paper where they tell stories and these people advertise or whatever. Anyway, so I'm reading through this magazine. I see this lady, uh, this tour guide that was, you know, worked for the, the uh, cavern. Yeah. You know, they, they, and for like 2017, he, she was with a group of people and they saw a Bigfoot and they wrote a story about it. It's like a full, you know, full two page story in this little magazine. I never heard this story. And, so anyway, this was only like five years ago and in this cavern area. And so I did a little Google Earth search. I thought, man, this looks like a hotspot. So we're going to, when the conference ends tomorrow, 
uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we're going to be going out into the forest areas, into these areas where we've heard reports, and we're going to be boots on the ground, brother. That's that's what I do. I like that. Yeah, see, this is what Eric's all about, uh, ladies and gentlemen. He goes out there and mixes it up with people yes he goes out there and risks his life and yeah we'll be taking calls anthony don't you know don't worry we will take your call if you want to jump in here (laughs) but uh, hold on a moment there we are uh still uh discussing things here you know men are talking here yeah yeah anthony chill men are talking no i'm joking anthony um we respect you a lot and by the way i am honored that you were uh, out there running around in NYC like a madman. Hopefully, you weren't wearing a mask when you went and did your competition. Uh, for those wondering, we do have Anthony as a listener. He's a hardcore listener. And he's out there representing the program, running marathons and shit. Uh, hopefully, not wearing a mask. Hopefully, running free. We'll get more. Uh, we'll get an update on uh, Anthony here in a moment. Um, but back to you, Eric. I'm sorry about that. I had to uh, sort of address no, our no. loyal fan. Well, we were talking. We were talking about Anthony before we even started the show, and I, I was saying that if, God forbid, Mike ever passes on and you need another co-host, then I think Anthony and I will have, have to have like a cage match, and whoever wins will get to be your co-host. Now, They'll get the seat. Either one of us will never be able to, be able to hold Mike Hideous's candle or his no jockstrap. I mean, that guy's the best. There's Mike no is, better co-host. We I mean, love Ed Mike, McMahon yes. would have been fired if he was working back in the day with Johnny Carson. These are facts. Mike Hideous. We would have hired him, yes. Mike is a yeah. great guy. We miss him a lot. He's going to be back um, soon, I hope. I Hopefully, he's yeah, not dead. Uh, he is kind of MIA, I think. Yeah. I haven't talked to the guy. I don't even know why he's not here. Yeah, it's kind of trippy. Maybe he'll call in. Maybe uh, send him a text message. That's you know, I try. true about I, this Bigfoot story. <laughs> I know. You know, I, I thought earlier you were just sort of joking around, but now it's kind of like, what well, were you really joking around? Were you pulling my chain, bud? You know, it's like uh, Mike is sort of, he really is MIA for whatever reason. You know, I didn't even tell you that uh, before the show or anything. I, you know, I thought you were going to say uh, a funny joke of sorts, but, you know, it's yeah. it's true. Mike really is missing. We don't know where the hell he's at. He's gone. Yeah, it's, it's uh, he vanished. concerning. It's very concerning. It is. Hopefully he's alive and not dead. I mean, you know, out here in California, you know, I hate all the drivers uh, so much, uh, Eric. You know, I'm I'm tired of driving around out here. It's it's always crowded everywhere, and I'm lucky that, you know, I live in El Centro. But, you know, we, we drive around. We know what it's like, and traffic is uh, shit out here. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that you're wondering how the hell they even got their license to begin with. Wow, there's probably a lot of people driving around, you know, too stoned from their visit to the uh, dispensary there and down there. That too. High. That's probably, uh, that's another thing. That, that's another thing, by the way, that's one thing uh, you, you, you notice really quickly when you live in a small town and you drive around out here and you go to, you know, any of the major cities and everyone's driving like a goddamn maniac. But out here, you know, where I'm at in El Centro, everyone drives like five miles per hour. It's pretty ridiculous. And if it rains, holy shit. You might not even you might not even want to go and leave the house. That's how people are out here. They're they're afraid of rain. Yeah, yeah. The craziest shit. I'm I'm sorry I brought so, that up by the way, but you know I'm sort of um I'm I'm feeling it tonight. Yeah, you you felt the need to whine a little bit. Kind of. You're, yes. you're not usually a whiner, so I'll let it slide. You know, with you it's cool because you don't you don't abuse it. You know. Yeah, lots of rude pricks out here behind the wheel. So you know, watch out if you are ever out here in California the very first time. You know, you're gonna you're gonna meet up with a lot of pricks on the road, and you're gonna want to use your middle finger. Trust me, yeah. I know. Trust me, and, and believe me, folks. Believe me. 
there's lots of uh, drivers out there in that Tesla, you know, and they're wearing a mask. I'm not going to say who they are, but I think, you know, <laughs> you know, I kind of wish they would drive off a cliff sometimes, but that's just me, folks. Don't repeat that. Have you ever been uh, driving like on a dirt road where, where there's homes on each side? Okay, I'll tell you what happens. So I'm driving up this road. Tell us before I get in trouble. And, and it's, the speed limit's 15 miles an hour on this dirt road. So I'm trying to go 15. I feel like this is ridiculous. There's no, there's no freaking cars out here. This is, it's not, a, I mean, it's, it's not unsafe to go 20 or 25. No, still, yes. <laughs> you can go 30 and it's You can go faster, but, right. Yeah, but they, it's those 15. So I'm just kind of cruising through. I'm probably doing like about 22, you know, whatever. And uh, all of a sudden, I, I hear I've got my window down. I hear some guy screaming at me from up on the side of the mountain. He's going, slow down. Oh, no. Slow up. Slow down. And so I yelled to him, dude, I'm going 18 miles an hour. So <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know, she's like, leave me alone, asshole. But so now I'm now he's got me all worried. So I drive like 15 miles an hour down this road. It takes me you know, like 10 minutes to go two miles. It's ridiculous. But whatever. It's part of the price you pay. It is part of the price you pay. And, you know, I would now want to live anywhere else, to be honest. It's wonderful out here. I love California. I couldn't even imagine living anywhere else. Yeah, California is the bomb. Uh, there's parts of Oregon. If you go, uh, Southern Oregon is really nice, by the way, if you've ever been there. So it's pretty much California. It's the same thing, but, you know. I never been to Oregon, yeah. by the way. Yeah, well, maybe one day, you know, we'll have to get you hooked up. And, uh, one day, you know, you know it'd be Do a road nice. trip. We need to do a road trip, bro. I mean, if you can get off, I don't know if you're able to get away for, you know, ideally, where you got to try. I mean, if you wanted to fly. I could pick you up like, uh, you know, San Francisco or whatever. And then I, but then it's a jaunt. It's like, dude, we'll, we'll, we'll smoke two joints and we'll be there. I mean, that's how, that's nothing. Yeah. You'll meet me at the club in, three joints. Uh, it might in three uh, joints. San Francisco. Three. Yeah. That sounds, uh, that sounds pretty straight. Yeah. You're going to be in a bar. Uh, yeah. They got cannabis dispensaries in San Francisco where, uh, you go in and you buy and you sit on a couch and you can roll your weed and just, smoke with people right there in the, in, in the building. It's pretty cool. I wonder if they wear, if you have to wear like a mask though. I doubt it. Nobody's wearing a mask anymore that I've seen. Not, I hope not. not. In Shasta. I haven't seen a single mask in Shasta the whole time I've been here and people in the park and running around and the whole nine yards and, oh, fuck the mask. Jesus Christ. Well, now I have monkeypox after this. Oh, you do? No, so after, you- after we meet, I'll contract a monkeypox. Maybe Mike got monkeypox. Maybe, Maybe when he, he was did. camping, he got bit by a monkey, and he's got monkeypox or something like that. Right? <laughs> That's <laughs> no, hilarious. <laughs> yes, we, we we're joking. He doesn't have monkeypox, folks. We would, we would he would have called me if that was the case. Yeah, that, I mean, one of the symptoms apparently, if you get monkeypox, you start you know chirping and howling and barking like a monkey. So you turn into you, a uh, sort of like you a start dog. hearing these monkey sounds. You know he's in trouble. <laughs> I was going to say that sounds like a dog man. <laughs> monkey man that'd be a good one monkey, monkey man foot. how about monkey foot that would be cool by the way there, there already is a skunk ape so why can't we have a monkey foot of sorts and you know what also is kind of weird i know we were sort of talking about cryptids and aliens and all kinds of crazy fun stuff here but you know i was just thinking about this randomly you know everyone sees you know like a like bigfoot and you automatically assume you know it's a guy but you know i've never really heard too many stories about you know like like a Bigfoot being like a woman. You know what I'm saying? There's like well, no woman well, foot. I don't, know you, I don't know if you know this, but the Patterson Gimlin, which is really, I believe it's it's a real Bigfoot. And not only is it a real Bigfoot, it's a female Bigfoot. You think it's a breasts, female? And they named her Patty. I don't remember yeah, that. 
got huge saggy titties. Like, you know, like this must be some like sort a woman of woman that had like five kids and all that, you know, like, this, like wow, that's a, that's a pretty crazy <laughs> yeah. picture that you're painting in my mind. Yeah. Uh, thanks for that. The, the truth, visual. I just, I'm just telling it like I see it. I'm, these I'm are, these are great visuals for, for those listening uh, to the audio <laughs> form of this. My God, that I didn't expect, but here we go, folks. We are having a great show here. Um, I'm glad I hit record and stream this to you live. This is a great, uh, episode already. Uh, Eric, this is hilarious. Um, but my yeah. God, what a description that was. Uh, thank you for, you know, um, painting the picture for us all here. But the bottom line is, you know, I've never really heard too much about that, about too many, um, women Bigfoot, uh, stories out there. But you're saying the most classic sighting is actually a woman of all things, not actually yeah. a guy. Yeah, man. I don't know if you know this, but, uh, Recently, in a conversation I had with Richard Doty a few months back. Oh, my. He, Richard he con- Doty. He con- yeah, Richard Doty, of all people. He, he contacted me and said that he was contacted. At the time, he was telling me the story, but he wasn't allowed to tell me who it was. But now he's, he was able to tell me that Bruce Maccabee, who's like 80 now, he's uh, a famous researcher, UFO researcher. He's been on here. A, you have Bruce. Yeah, he's, he's a legit when I, man. I and when I, uh, Eric, when I interviewed him, he was already old. Yeah. So apparently, this is, I'll tell the short, short version of the story, but it's interesting. Uh, I guess he, a long time ago, did some work for the Patterson family. You know, this was years after Patterson had died. Oh, my. And they okay. had, they had the original, the actual original eight millimeter video of, of the Patterson, of the, of the Bigfoot. So I don't know if I believe the story, but this is the story that's being told. So, uh, the, the bottom line is that he did some work for him. They owed him some money. They didn't pay him. So then at some point they said, look, we've got this film, you know, would you take this film as payment? So he said, well, he, I guess he figured he wasn't going to get paid cash. So he said, sure, I'll take the film. He watched the film and apparently they were able to see that the film was actually seven seconds. The original film was seven seconds longer than the one everybody in the world has seen so far. Right. And in that seven seconds, uh, they filmed uh, a baby, like a junior Sasquatch, like a little junior, uh, they call him uh what do they call those little guys like a squatchlet or a, <laughs> a squatchlet? I've never heard that expression. Squatchlet or uh, there's a name for them. I forget what they're called. But anyway, those uh, bastards have their name. They call them juvies. Juvies. Okay. That's what the, the term is. A it's like they call them the grays or the reptilians. Or they, little, a little Sasquatch, like a little baby, like like a, maybe he's like about five or six feet tall, but he's only three years old. You know, <laughs> yes. they call him a juvie. A juvie. <laughs> I like that. So yeah, so they got a they got video of this juvie okay. guy. So. uh so I said, Doty, I go, can you get like a picture of just a screenshot or something so I can, and he sent me this picture that I, I assume came from Maccabee. I don't know for sure. And then I put it, and then we did an interview on the world Bigfoot radio with Duke Sullivan and uh, it got like 5,000 views. It was a, it was a good yeah, interview okay. Doty did and told the story. Yeah. And what do you make of a uh, Richard Doty? Maybe you should tell the audience about who Richard <laughs> I, I Doty know, is. A, I like Doty. He's an interesting guy. He's very interesting. He's uh he, you know, he, he's so smart and he's so well-trained that you, you cannot figure him out. I mean, I, trust me, I, I, I sometimes I think, okay, I kind of got some things figured out here. And then based on what he may say or not say or not do or do, then it's like, uh, I'm not sure now. So anyway, so, uh, yeah, we talked recently. He still wants to do that show, but, uh, he's so busy and I'm so busy and it's like, we want to do it, but it's not a priority. And you so, sound like yeah, you're in a relationship I'm, with this man. You guys are hot and cold well, all a, of a sudden. He's a good researcher. I'll tell you what, man. The guy's got a lot of information that he that he was able to get after, you know, he got out of the DIA. I mean, that was back in the freaking 80s. I mean, the guy's been out of the uh, 
the Department of the DIA, you know, the Three Letter Intelligence Agency. He's been on and out for years, but he's he's so well connected, and he became such a good researcher. You know, he's, he's like a he he really is like a legit fed, by the way, boys and girls. And you know, he goes yeah. to these UFO conferences all the time. I'm wondering yeah. why they even allow him to do uh, why they allow him to you know make these uh, runs around these circuits. Uh, it's rather interesting to me. Why is he sort of uh, allowed to do this? Well, is there the a reason story he tells? Yeah, well, I think that he got uh, he got kind of trolled by the guy that made that film Mirage Man. I, I think his name is Pinkerton or Pennington or Pinkerton. I forget, but this guy's in the UK and uh, he he did like a he did a he did a hit job on Dodie and didn't tell the story properly. Hmm. And the, the the true story uh. of the Benowitz was that you know Dodie, yeah, he he was lying to Benowitz because that was he had to lie to him because Benowitz was filming actually a a, a drone program they were working on. That was supposed to be top secret, and and so they had to tell uh, Benowitz said it was, a, it was an alien because they wanted they didn't want him to think that we had this technology because then if that information got out to Russia or whoever, so that's why they had to do that. And then at some point, Doty says he he liked Paul Benowitz. He's a very intelligent man, and they became friends. And then and then I guess they weren't making progress. Benowitz didn't really want to stop talking about it. He kept pushing the issue. So then, without Doty's knowledge, because this happens. Uh, the D, the NSA got involved. So they opened up a case on this guy, National Security Agency, but didn't tell the DIA, didn't tell Doty. Doty didn't know. He's just out there as an investigator. So the NSA was observing uh, Doty and this Benowitz from afar. And so all the inf- all that bullshit that started happening was really perpetrated by the NSA, but they used Doty as the fall guy. So Doty was actually, in my opinion, I believe this, he got, he got, put on as a fall guy and this guy Pinkerton that made the movie, the, the Mirage Man, uh, structured the movie in such a way that it, it, it made the NSA, it, you know, anyway, it's a long Are story. Are you saying he defamed I, his character in other words? Yes, exactly. And, uh, okay. yeah, Dodie's, uh, and is he, gonna, is he ever going to do anything about that or is he just going to let this one, uh, slide well, proverbial water tried, under the bridge of sorts? Dude, I, I tried, I pitched to him, let's, let's make uh, Mirage Men 2. I said, but it'll be just your version of the story. I says, I'll, I'll produce it. I'll direct, I'll do whatever. I will write it together. I says, let's tell your story. And you, I said, that'll be a hit. I mean, everybody watched Mirage Men. Everybody that doesn't like him doesn't like him because of Mirage Men. That's the only reason because they wouldn't know anything about him if they didn't make the Mirage Men. So this was a smear. So you think this was a straight out smear campaign, in other words? I I do. I do. I believe that. Okay. I do believe that. And I'm not, I'm not trying to stick up for the guy because if I didn't believe it, I thought he was full of shit. I would say, I would say, well, shit, I wouldn't be afraid to say that. I'm not afraid. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't co-sign anybody's bullshit out of fear. I, I'm just being honest. You don't back down, okay? Well, I don't play that game. I mean, I'm, I'm not like a big bully guy or anything. You know, I got a strong personality. Well, you're, you're a straight like, shooter, six, in other words. You I'm know, six you're not five, and and I'm, you know, I, 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 I'm nice to people, but I don't let them kind of push me around with bullshit. I, I, I call them out, but I don't, I do it in a nice way. I'm not like a dick about it, you know. So you're a polite man, in other words, and you're not a pushover, is what you are um, saying. Bottom line here. No, you know, it's like when you ask somebody a question, you're trying to confront them with, a, with some information that, that's counter of what they're saying. You just say it like I'm talking to you right now, and you just smile at them. I mean, you know, it's like, what are they? You're smiling, you're talking to them, you're, you're not being aggressive, you're being friendly, but you're being, you know, forthright. And, and you know, you know, how, what do you know what I'm saying? So, so they, they're, they tend to respond to that. They, I, I've noticed that, you know, I've been doing this for like six years, so I know what people don't like and what they respond to. So I've kind of got a little groove there, you know, that's how that okay. works. So anyway, well, well don't yell at me, Eric. We're, you know, we're just talking here. 
<laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking, of course. Um, but I'm glad to know that you are a straight shooter, Eric, and you wouldn't just uh, make up a uh, bunch of nonsense. I'm, I'm glad you are uh, very serious about these sort of things. And, you know, you yourself, you yourself have never seen a Bigfoot, by the way, um, I take it. Well, I, I did tell you the story about Happy Jack. You don't remember that? Well, yes and no. I thought I did. Yeah. We had John Polk and I, and actually Arturus Ra, he was up there. Uh, we were, we actually saw a, a massive, I don't know if, I don't know what, a, I wouldn't call it a UFO. Well, I guess it was a UFO, but it wasn't like a structured craft. It was just this big ball of light that was just kind of moving across the sky. And we filmed it for 40 seconds. We all saw it. It was just, there's no doubt it was real. It was there. It happened. And then that same night, we heard sounds in the forest. Like people talking, but in a language that we couldn't figure out. And I didn't, I go, what is that? Is that like the coyotes kind of barking at each other? Or what, what the hell is that noise? And then Ron goes, that's Bigfoot. I go, well, why are you talking about Bigfoot? So anyway, so I'll make the story super short because it's a long story. It's a long so one, they, yes. They, they went home that night, the next night, and then Polk and I stayed up there. And then uh, we were, you know, partying and up by the campfire and drinking beers and whatnot and staying up late. And then time we got tired and went to bed and he slept in his, in his truck and he's got extra cab tundra and I'm sleeping in my van. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden, uh, you heard some stuff. I heard, I heard he's honking his horn. I mean, there's a fire still kind of smoldering. There's still a little light coming off the fire. There's no flame, you know, that little charcoal. So I, I can kind of see a little bit, but I can't, it's, it's pitch dark, but so there's just a little bit of glow and I can't really make out what's happening, but you know, you can see. So anyway, I, I look over, I get up and I look out the window of my, the front window and I can see from it, from the side view that I had that it looked to me like there were two large figures, very large, dark figures that were right on his side of, of the vehicle on the opposite side of where I could see that were kind of looked like they had reached in his window and were shaking him because he was moving around and honking his horn. I'm like, what's going on? I'm trying to figure out what's happening. And, uh, and he then, uh, so I got up and honked my horn. Was I he ter- Was, was he, um, in a panic when you saw him? Did he look terrified? Yeah, he's, still, he, he's so traumatized. He won't even talk about it. Actually. He still, he still won't talk about it. It, it traumatized him. It literally traumatized him. I don't know. It's kind of trippy because he has a lot of experiences with UFOs and he claims he's abducted by the aliens. And well, yeah, aliens that's, and they, yeah, he says they probed him. I mean, I'm not saying that in a funny way. I mean, that's what he says. And, he really, you know, I, he really was probed. I, I believe he told that story here. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think he, he might have been probed. It's very possible. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so uh, that does not so sound I, I, uh, good, by the way. So, I, so, so I started honking my horn, thinking I don't know what's going on. Maybe if I honk my horn, whatever that is over there, they'll they'll, they'll see that I'm here. And, I, and it's like, I just thought if I created noise that maybe I could stop this 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 commotion. Yeah. And then I then I could see the two figures kind of walk turn sideways, and I could see their part of their upper torso and their like their their neck and their head sideways, but I can't see their face because it's just dark. And they're walking behind his truck, coming around towards my van. And I thought, fuck, what are these? What's going on? And I, I freaked out and I jumped. I laid on the floor of my van because I had all the seats taken out. I had a bed down there, a mattress on the floor. And I've got, you know, I'm kind of, kind of hiding down there, really. And then these, whatever these things were, they came up to the side window, which is all tinted. They got dark tinted windows all the way around. And so I could see that something was up, leaning up against the window, pushing on my van from the top, probably. It was, there was like, like one of those little pop top vans that are like eight feet tall, maybe eight and a half feet tall. But anyway, so they're pushing on my van and I'm freaking out. Yeah. 
and I'm thinking that the van's going to tip over maybe and it's going to fall into the fire because I was parked next to the fire. The fire was on one side. They were on the other side. And so I just panicked and, and I said, I got to get out of here. So I jumped up and pushed the side door open, which is the opposite side of where these things were. And I just bolted. I just started running. I don't blame the, you. I would have ran the hell out of there too. Yeah. That so, sounds uh, frightening. So I'm running. I, I ran for, for probably uh, close to 200 yards thinking that I was, I was getting away. And then uh, all of a sudden, uh, something, I didn't see it. I just felt it push me from behind. It wasn't like a super hard push, but it was enough to knock me down to the ground. And, uh, and so I, I was down, face down on the ground, and I was afraid. I didn't even want to look up to see what had just knocked me down. I was, I was freaked out. And then, thank God, John Polk had started up his truck, and he was already driving out of our camp spot and, and coming down this road that I had run down about 200 yards and and he was had his lights on and he's honking his horn, so whatever it was that knocked me down was nowhere to be seen at that point. And so he pulls right up next to me and I and he opens the side, you know, reaches over and opens the door and I jump. He goes, "Get in!" And I jump in and we just left our camping stuff there. We left my van there. We took we just went got we just, took us like two hours I think to get back to Sedona, two or three hours I forget. And uh, we just went back to his house. We got smashed, dude. We just. Drank a lot of alcohol and smoked a lot of weed. Well, at that point, I, um, you know, I probably would have done the same thing. If you see something like that, it probably would have uh, traumatized anybody. I've been wondering yeah. what the hell that was. So yeah, that was that was my. So that's kind of how I got into the Bigfoot thing. I'm like, man, this this is a trip. I want to know more about. This and by the I'm way, um, I'm just curious. You were sober when this happened, by the way. You weren't on any. Yeah, at the yeah. At, at that time, you were sober. I mean, okay, Make, just making I mean, sure. I probably had. A, I might have had like a. We're, we were drinking light beer. And I wasn't, I wasn't, I was probably had a little, little mini buzz going, but I, had, I think I'd been sleeping for about two hours when this happened. I think it was about, I don't know, two, one or two in the morning. We went to bed around 11 or 12. I can't remember, but I just know that I had been sleeping for a little while. So when I did wake up, I, I didn't feel like drunk or anything, but I, I just was kind of shocked. And this was uh, no dream. This was on the Mogion Rim. Now, if you look up the Mogion Monster, you'll, there's all sorts of stories about the Mogion Monster in Arizona. It's a hundred mile ridge up there that's about eight to 10,000 feet that runs all the way from Arizona all the way up to, uh, to, uh, Colorado and up anyway, up that direction to Flagstaff. And, uh, that's, there's all sorts of Bigfoot stories up there. There's even, uh, a Facebook group and there's, there's, uh, they've made documentaries about it. So yeah, it's not, my story is not unique actually. It's kind of a, a story that's been told, a similar story has been told by other people that have had experiences. Right. You know, lots so I'm of, not special. Yeah. You're not special. Okay. No. Understood. Well, I am, but not not in that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah exactly. I, you're not. I, I was touched. You know. Yeah, I was touched. Like with <laughs> like with autism. Is that what you mean? Like you're a little autistic? Well, is that what you're saying? Well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> or touched in a you know in a way where it's like a family member and you know things. Well, happen I'm to talking you. about the priest. Okay. The, the okay. Church. A religious. <laughs> okay. I'm making. I'm joking. I'm totally joking. Okay, it's a joke. My God, I was being worried there. I'm like, Eric, are, are you okay? Who molested you? <laughs> I was touched. No, I feel for those people. You know, they've got that thing now. You've probably seen it on the news and Facebook and every other place where, you know, they, they're actually saying there's a lawsuit. I mean, if you've ever been uh, touched by a priest inappropriately uh, or you whatever. Could, you could sue them. You could sue them, yeah. I mean, they're, 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 there's a window, so everybody can put their submission, submit their, their, uh, 
you know, their story, their evidence, whatever, and then they, they put you in on the, on the, the lawsuit. And then the Vatican's yeah. just, at some point, the Vatican's just going to give them a, a X number of millions or billions of dollars. And then it's going to be squashed. It'll be done. Whatever they did for the last 70 years to all these kids or whatever, the, it'll all be over with. Isn't that crazy? Pay it all off. Yeah, it's pretty insane what's going on, by the way. But, yeah. um, you know, I don't, I don't exactly um, blame anyone trying to bring them to uh, justice, these uh, sick bastards. They were molesting kids all this time. But we already knew that. We've known that the Vatican was uh, corrupted a long time ago. Fuck yeah, that's crazy. You know, it, I did some research like seven years ago about the history of evil, I, and I didn't know what I was going to find, but they, I, I ended up on this website, I think, evil.org, which has been closed down, but they talked about the history of the, of the church, you know, the Catholic church going back, you know, the thousand, the twelve hundreds, thirteen hundreds, and then they, they had the names and the little storylines. Yeah. It became pretty evident that this, this sort of thing's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years. This is not like a new trend. That's crazy. Yeah. I hope Mike wasn't molested, by the way. I know he went to Catholic school. He claims he wasn't. I'm I'm, I'm just going to go with his story here. Um, but, you know, well, I feel bad for I, mean, I feel bad for uh, anyone that's ever been touched by a priest. That's that must be um, pretty mind blowing. If it happened to you, I apologize. The ultimate. Yeah, that's the ultimate. Uh, Oof. Yeah. And the nuns. I mean, I've heard some horrible stories about some of these nuns. That they that they're abusive too, but in a different kind of way. And then a lot of times these nuns were kind of under the power of the priests. So yeah, it, it was like a little yeah, it's like a little Catholic cult. Of, wow, kind of not Catholic, but I'm just saying. And uh, Eric, you yourself are not religious, I would say. Well, maybe Absolutely you are. Not. I don't know. No. You're not religious. No, no I've dealt with religious people though. That's why I know I don't want to be religious. You know, I've, I've dealt with Mormons. I've dealt with the Jehovah Witnesses. Really? Uh, oh yeah, like yeah, I had a relationship with the gym well i don't want to go there but anyway yeah yeah you know you sometimes you don't you don't care like for me i some things you don't really care about until you actually have an experience with it and then it affects you and then you're like well what the hell why did that happen and how did i miss that one and then you so you do some research you realize oh okay it wasn't me it was these people and these is people there a <laughs> um is, is there a reason why you are not religious by the way uh i don't think i don't believe uh, it, let's just say it this way the, the grand creator uh We'll just call him God with the big G who would, whatever energy or source that was didn't, I don't believe intended that this thing, this what's been created in this universe on earth and probably other planets and all this life. And, you know, and you got, you know, all these animals and, and different types of humanoid people, whatever. I don't think he had the idea of having religion be part of that grand, grand plan. I think that these, uh, these other, these people, uh, as they evolved, and learned how to, you know, manipulate and, and so on and so forth. They they created religion as a control mechanism, and, and it does work. I mean, you look, but Trump's kind of got his little cult religion going right Ooh, now. Trump now. I'm, I'm just, yeah, Trump's. Uh, yeah, he's. Yeah, I've, I got this guy saying they're not going to indict him. I got my friend over at the uh, Uncle Sugar Plant thinks they are going to indict him. So, and we're going to see because uh, isn't he that runs, crazy? Announced, by the way, lots of people believe all kinds of stuff here. You know, uh, I was real neutral on Trump for most of all of his presidencies, as a matter of fact. Even even once January 6th occurred, I wasn't really sure what happened. You know, I, I, I just thought, man, this is crazy. And then and then when the QAnon uh, series came out and then I got a lot of information from a friend of mine that actually worked for the Republican Party. He says he 
he worked not directly for Donald Trump, but was indirectly working for Trump. And he, he was supporting him in the beginning. And he says, this guy's he's insane. He says, it's just, uh, yeah, Trump is a, a grifter. Man. I think it's great, time. by the way. Everyone has an opinion on everything. And it's fun to hear yeah. everyone's opinion. It's It's interesting. It's an interesting time in America where... You know, if yeah. you don't sort of agree with with you know a certain a certain side out there, you know you're kind of like the goddamn enemy. Yeah, and that's the thing. And I, I I'm not a Biden fan either at all. Matter of fact, uh, I don't ever want to see Biden or Trump's name ever uh, in any kind of presidential ticket. I mean, even this guy DeSantis out of out of Florida is I'm not impressed with. I'm really not impressed with anybody. You yeah, know, a lot I of people you. think that Liz Cheney's uh because she's uh Dick Cheney's uh daughter you know dick cheney's a fucking psycho but liz cheney if you listen to her and what she says and, and she's actually very intelligent and her the points she makes are there they make sense to me so i mean right now i'd vote for liz cheney and i'll probably get shit for that but that's that's what i would do i don't really like any of these people to be honest you know i don't really i don't like, like them either but I'm just I, you know i, I see I, I see through um both sides you know i I'm a little too uh, crazy for either side, to be honest. I have my own views. They're a little outrageous. You know, I wouldn't be accepted either left or the right. My views are too radical, per se. Yeah, this I would be an independent, is. like Ross Perot. Do you remember Ross Perot? I do. Yeah, like, I, sure I, do. I thought he was he was the shit, man. Ross Perot, man. Ross we Perot. clone him and just put Ross Perot's in charge. We would have, we'd have a great, we'd have a great program working probably. But yeah, politicians, I mean... They're just they're just glorified used car sales. It's insane, though. I mean, here we are in 2022, almost 2023, and you know you get these sort of uh, cult-like heroes out there, and they're politicians of all people. There was a time where we didn't really celebrate politicians at all, like back in the 90s. You know, we kind of hated these people by default, and uh, now it seems like everyone worships these folks. I remember a time where everyone hated uh, anyone wearing uh, one of these suits out there. You know, we were against that. And now the the cool thing is to sort of uh, back, you know, these politicians, which uh, in my opinion is pretty gross. It's it's insane. Yeah. Well, you know, the one thing, if, if your listeners are probably smart, they probably figured this out. But it, it, I hope they, I, I hope they figured it out. If, if if a guy or a woman puts on a suit, a business suit, for example, and they're reasonably clean cut. Uh, by the way, Boris Johnson resigned recently. Who was yeah, not we a saw that guy. Did, yeah, but if they're clean cut and they're educated and well spoken, doesn't mean they're making the best decision for humanity or that they're even really intelligent. They're just educated and well spoken, and they're committed to the company line. I mean, they're, they can be very convincing, just like a car sales. And you walk sure. on a lot, you know, he's, he's there to help you. You know, all, whatever you whatever you need, sir. Can I get you a cup of that's coffee? That's part of the you know, hustle. You know, that's it's all it's all a game, bro. You, you know that it's just all sure. Just like religion and politics, it's all a game. We just need to get rid of all that bullshit. It's all bullshit. I like your stance. I I like your stance here. This is a a breath of fresh air for all of us here. You know, we (laughs) don't like this hero worship thing. That's what we're we're against here. At least that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping. The heroes really, to me, uh, if I was going to pick a hero, these people that, if they're telling the truth, okay, I'm I'm just going to say if they're telling the truth, that are claiming that they're having contact with these uh, non-humans that, that, you know, that, that aren't from this earth originally, let's say that are coming here and they're trying to help us and yeah. involve us or with our consciousness and, and make it so that we're more loving and caring and that we, we do unto others and all that stuff. And, and they're having these interactions and they're hybridizing with these people. And I mean, you know, 
you know, maybe that's our only chance. To so get let me ask you this really, because, um, uh, let me ask you this really. Know how we're going to get saved. Yo, Eric, let me, let me just cut you off for a second here and ask you this since, you know, you don't really believe in a deity, it seems like. And that makes me wonder, is it because, you know, you do your research and you've read all these things, you read about all these ancient cultures, you hear about, you know, genetic modification on our DNA. Um, do you think that's kind of what happened with man? Do you think we were genetically modified to any degree? 100%. There's even would... evidence that, uh, that the DNA has, uh, I don't know exactly how to put this in a, in a scientific, you know, intelligent way, but over a period of a long period of time, it's been documented that it's changed by about 7%. They've actually documented that. So, I mean, the DNA and, and what humans look like, you know, internally through their, you know, genetic structuring is, is not the same today as it was, you know, whatever, if it was hundreds of years ago, but it, they, you know, so what I'm saying, yeah, I totally believe that. I think that, uh, a lot of these people in Shasta, as a matter of fact, they're at this event and I'm looking at their face and some of these women are really tall and they're just <laughs> kind of, their eyes are kind of more spread apart. Yeah, they're, and they're looking a little crazy kind of, to you. They look different, man. They're they're not like the guy that they're you not meet normal. At, like, at the dollar store or, or Walmart. You so know what I mean? these, um, are these the, people come here because they feel safe. You know the uh, the the PC the, the PSA is a women of Shasta are a little paranormal looking. Yeah. Wow, that's not it's, my it's, words. Those are yours. I just want to. No, you said it. For I just agreed with you. No, you. They're your words. I just co-signed. Well, I heard you say that, you know, in a different way in my mind. You know, you were speaking to me telepathically, and I just sort of threw that out there. That's part of that MK Ultra stuff. It's part of the MK Ultra stuff I'm accused of, yes. <laughs> That's insane, by the way. I don't work for the CIA. I mean, if I did, I, I probably wouldn't be doing the show. I would be doing all kinds of nefarious activities, you know. I'd be looking uh, through your window at night watching you sleep <laughs> like Harvey you know, Weinstein I gotta say this about I don't I don't uh, know this for a fact but this is based on my research and yeah. actually people that I've interviewed and talked to that but some of them I've got to know pretty well but the CIA uh, as you notice they never confirm or deny anything they don't they don't know uh, that's true they don't, comment. Don't, they don't even comment I, I don't you, know why. you could say the CIA, the, the, the you could say the why. director of the CIA rapes little girls. Whoa. And I've got video. And, and but I'm just saying you could say that and they wouldn't even deny it or say yes or no. They wouldn't even comment on it. That's how they that's how they handle things. That's just their. You're saying their this uh, hypothetically. I, you know, I don't want anyone to knock on your door tonight. I'm just saying they, they could. Yeah. It just. Uh, so the point is, is a lot of information they could spread around about the CIA some of it's very exaggerated and uh there's a, there's other intelligence agencies out there that that are even more nefarious in my opinion well, and uh that's way, not I don't know if you know this but a little side note that Never we have like almost 800 bases military bases across the United across the world 800 and uh and Russia has about 20 and China has one China only has one yes so think about that that's so these bases, these 800 bases China. that are around the world that we have, they try to kind of give us a, a lock-in on this new world order where everybody eventually, hopefully, their, their goal is to get, you know, if we could get China and Russia just to join the team, there would be a new world order. You know, but the, the, the United States, uh, and you know, a lot of these bases are, are run by uh, people connected to those agencies and uh for, for you know, for security of, of whatever the United States believes in, that they're there to expand that and protect it, and and we're winning. I thought you were going to yeah. take us down the sort of 
um, child trafficking sort of uh, setup here, you know, when you were telling us about this sort of thing. I thought that's where he's going to lead us to, towards here. <laughs> no, but the, uh, yeah, so they're, uh, yeah, they're, you know, they're doing their job out there. Matter of fact, with the, what's happening in Ukraine right now, you know, it's not, you know, trust me, it's not, Ukraine ain't fighting that war with Russia. I promise you that. <laughs> I don't even know what's going, you know, I don't even know what's going on with uh, the Ukraine and Russia right now. I've been sort of staying away from all that. Um, I have yeah. no idea what's going on. The last thing I heard was um, Putin saying that he would uh, kick our ass. That's the last thing I heard. And we don't want no part of him. That's what he's, well, what the propaganda is saying. I don't know if that's true or not, but, you know, Russia has been saying all this crazy shit lately. Yeah, I, 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 I stopped paying attention to it because it's kind of, it's pretty depressing, actually. It, it does, it's unnecessary. What What Putin's doing is really unnecessary. And for that reason, I think the guy's a little insane, uh, maybe really insane. I don't know. I mean, uh, I feel for the Russian people that, you know, the guy's just out there. I mean, this it's just not necessary what he's doing. I mean, this doesn't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. You're not with any of that. I hear you. I'm looking at the chat here, and there's some uh, pretty interesting uh, things being told here. All right. Well, fire at me. Is there any questions or comments that we should comment on here? Or Not really. I just saw something about Joe Biden into, you know, the whole thing. I don't even know if I could repeat that one. I've never seen a, another president sort of uh, screw up the way he has in the last... In a, in a while, I would say. I'm not trying to hate on Joe Biden. You know, he's like 130 years old. You know, it'd be wrong to make fun of him. But he's probably going to go down as the worst president in all of our history here. Maybe. Yeah. Well, but since you mentioned that, interesting, there was a guy at this conference here that I met speaking that yesterday. Uh, he brought up Joe Biden. <laughs> and he said, that's that's not Joe Biden. He says, that's a clone. Oh, no. He's, Somehow he knew that it was a clone and somehow he knew it was the third clone. It's not just like, in other words, we're on, we're on the third Joe it's Biden not the first, clone. You know, it's not the first time I've heard this, by the way. You know, I've heard others say <laughs> Biden is a clone. It's what I've but heard. I, this is where I draw the line with these things, just so you know. It's like, okay, is it, you know, yeah, I'll tell you why. Yeah, you, so you this show is me where you draw evidence. the line. Just give me just some evidence of something and there's no freaking evidence. I mean, it might be true. I don't know. If, I don't know that it's plausible. I don't even know if it's possible. I guess it is. Pro maybe it is possible, but it's just such part fantastical, uh, you know, with no evidence. And these people just spout this stuff off with confidence, like they know what they're well, talking about. You know, and you, that, yeah, it's ridiculous. There are body doubles that do exist. We do know that. Yeah, that's been it's been used for a long time, by the way, yeah, a very long yeah. time. So body doubles do exist. That's a thing. Yeah. But you his, know, uh, speech double. Does he have a speech double? Because he he seems to really screw up his speeches a lot. Well, he um, yeah, he screwed up on that last teleprompter. I remember that, or I do recall that. That was uh, pretty amusing. Here's what's amusing to me. Do you remember when uh, when he did the what is it the inaugural speech? Uh, sure. Where, where, and he spoke for I don't yeah. know twenty minutes or whatever it was. It was quite a long time. I recall remember that speech. I do. Yes. During that speech, he did not miss a single beat, didn't miss a single sentence, didn't flub up a single word during that entire speech. How does that happen? How does a guy that we continually see filmed just constantly just mangling words and sentences and just kind of losing his thought and just kind of just tr drifting off on, on a path that we don't even know what he's well, on? Well, maybe he needed medication of sorts. Yeah, maybe they maybe. shot him up with some uh, some sort of drug. Some that, meth. That, yeah. 
that kept him like messed up or something. Yeah, he might, he might have been on meth. He might you know, be on meth. He pulled it off. It's a wonder drug. He did it. He did it. Yeah, that speech was good. But uh, anyway, (laughs) I love it. Let's Let's move off politics. Yeah, let's move away from politics. I I don't mean to sort of. Anything else more crazy to talk about? You don't get any crazier than Bigfoot aliens and, you know, and and people from Venus coming here and, you know, having said and going to the Pentagon and, you know, trying to get the country to do the right thing. And then along comes Trump and Biden and. You know, anyway, it's just a fucking mess. It's a mess. I agree. Um, politics has become a sort of a freak show, but I mean, that's what it, that's what, what it, America is in a nutshell. This is the freak show and we love it here. <laughs> I mean, I love it here. Well, and it's cool if you get a chance to get on travel, you go to these different states and you go meet different people. That is the freak show. It's like, it's like going in 31 flavors. You know, it's, it's ice cream, but it's a little, little different flavor everywhere you go. It's kind of yeah. fun. It's it's interesting. You know, you find these, oh, man, I love this spot. This is beautiful here. The people are so cool. I want to live here. It's like, I've, I couldn't tell you how many times I've said that. I should just, I wonder if I can move and just come live here. You know? By the way, in the chat, uh, I do see, uh, I think that's Christopher, who's saying, uh, Fetzer said he was a clone, the freight train. And uh, yes, uh, Chris, that is our boy, Jim Fetzer, who indeed believes that um, our boy Biden Joseph Biden is a clone. That is something he's been saying for a long time. Yeah. Then, uh, I, this guy was saying during the, the talk that they only last, like, I think he was saying several months yeah. or like a few years, but not very long. Apparently they're, I don't know. I mean, it's very fantastical. Uh, I, I wouldn't doubt that there's technology that definitely there's cloning technology. There's no doubt about that. No doubt. There's gotta be. They could take the uh, DNA and the, the sperm or whatever they do and put it in a petri dish and and plant that in a female and you got in virtual fetalization. That's been they've been doing that for a long time. So who's to say they couldn't do an experiment? Where do they you take, think? You know, do do you think America's headed towards that, creating a new sort of human being with all the think, things that are going on with you know certain things that are being used? We can't go into too much detail, but use your mind and you know what we're talking about. Do you think America is probably you know, the elite, you know, the, those in powerful places, do you think they're trying to create a whole new sort of human being, Eric? Yeah, I think it's not a bad idea. I think that, uh, I think that they call them useless eaters. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm just repeating what I hear. You know, there's a lot of stupid people out there and they're, and they're making babies and they're making more stupid people and they're, they're under mind control. I mean, I know it sounds very cliche to say that, but really, I mean, they, they're, you know, they're on the CNN and they're, you know, they're watching the news and they're on the, you know, they just, they're in that system. They're just, their, their mind, their mind is, you know, it, it's just, uh, and it's getting worse. So yeah, I mean, if, uh, if they said, okay, you know, you're not allowed to, you got to get a license to have a child, let's say, for example. Well, that's what, that's what I was going to, yeah, this you, is where I was going to have to sign up for the cloning child, you know, okay, we'll take your husband's <laughs> DNA, we'll take your DNA, we're yeah. going to tweak it a little bit, and we're going to make it better than it would be, uh, uh, make sure it's smart and not stupid like you assholes. Well, let me, let me stomp you there really quickly, Eric, because this is where I was sort of trying to take the conversation, and you sort of did it for me, which I love, but yes, we both agree that. You know, certain drivers out there, we wonder how they even got their license. And, you know, I would propose, you know, that there should be a license to breed. I agree. I, don't, I totally think that's the way to go at this point. I mean, it sounds a little wild, but I mean, let's be honest here, folks. There are some people out there that have no business uh, breeding. We got to do something. We need to stop some folks from breeding. I'm sorry to say it, but we can't keep, we, we can't keep letting this happen anymore. 
Isn't it China that you're really limited to one or two children? Or is that Japan or China? I one think it might things? be one of those countries. Yes, I've heard of that before, that you are only limited to one or two children. Um, but then, of course, that's when government sort of gets involved. And, of course, I feel like you should you should have the right to have a child. However, certain circumstances, I don't know. I don't think you should be able to do it. You know, just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean you should do it as well, you know. That's uh it is what it is. It's just, uh, yeah. Um, once you kind of see the, once you kind of see the picture, maybe we don't have all the facts and details of everything that we've discussed tonight, but we've seen enough. We've heard enough. We're smart enough. And we use discernment to know that a lot of this stuff, there's truth in a lot of this stuff. Sure. It's not all BS. I mean, there's might yeah. be some BS mixed in with the truth, but you can, you get a picture of what's going on and it's, uh, you know, well, then what do you do? You, then you decide, at least for me, I just say, you know what? I'm just going to live the best life I can. My we career. will live. got to live your best life you can. Do, do what you can. If you can help people out, do it. You know, don't be mean to people. Don't, don't, don't rip people off. Don't hurt people. You know, just be, be a good human being. It's not hard to do. You know, the bottom line is, in my opinion, I'm not against breeding. I'm just against a certain kind of folk breeding. Not, you know, not, not a big deal or anything. But, yeah. you know, I like just think we should sort be- of uh, clean it up here. Walmart should have to be uh, inspected, I think, mean, uh, before they can have a child. If you're if they're a Walmart regular, then, yeah, you need to go on a list. People who litter at the beach, they should uh, maybe not breed. You know, people who yell loudly in public, perhaps, should not be breeding. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, uh, Eric, you know, I see, you know, I see a, women, a, a woman out here, you know, shopping, and I see her with her five, six kids, you know, and I'm just thinking... You know, what came out of her vagina is worse than global warming. Yeah. And, you know, and women wearing those red mega, mega hats that, uh, you know, are supporting Donald Trump, they, should, they shouldn't be allowed to breed either, in my opinion. You don't like those women. I, I know. I they're don't insane. dislike them. Passionate. Actually, is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. They're, 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 they're educated, like I said earlier, but they're not, they're not uh, wise. They're not really intelligent. They don't use discernment. They don't even really do the research. They, 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 you base their emotions, their decisions and their actions on their emotions. And you can't do that when you're dealing with people like Donald Trump and Joe Biden, whoever, I mean, you know, you're going to support somebody like that. You better know what you're doing. Otherwise you're going to look like an idiot. Like a lot of these people are starting to look like idiots in my opinion. Anyway, that's my two cents. Eric is uh, very lively here tonight. And we appreciate that, by the way. We appreciate your honesty here. We really do. And I believe Max I Cole. Show. You might want to send it to Fetzer. He might like, hey, I like this guy. He's kind of, I, I think I'm feeling this guy. <laughs> Jim's, Jim, I, I don't know. He might not agree with a lot of things you're saying here. He might even challenge you if he hears this. But um, Max uh, said, any web and upcoming photos of us seen into deep space thoughts? I'm not exactly sure what Max is proposing here. But, um... Uh, Max, if you could uh, sort of clarify what you mean by that, I'll sort of um, address that. And uh, David C., I see that very, you know, thank you to both of you out there. You know, they sort of gave us a tip here, Eric. We appreciate that. We really so do. Are we going to do cleanse? Are you are you down with that or how are you feeling? What's that? Are you, are you feeling like we're going to do some call-ins? Or are you, are, you, are you know, I, you... I would like that. You know, I would like it if anybody would call yeah. in right now. It would be a fun time. Me, I'll, I'll have a verbal battle with them right now on the air. Otherwise, oh they're, you know, whatever. Well, let's, let's go. If you so want to you're, do it, let's do it. you're feeling very lively. Okay. Well, if you feel yeah, kind of froggy, Eric, you know, we could we could take phone calls here. I mean, I don't know if anyone's going to call in right now. It's sort of sort of late. 
people many, are uh, kind I'm of, not looking at the internet. How many like, live viewers? We, we got have people else? here. You know, the, people do want to call in. We we were having calls earlier. I don't know what happened. Um, I sort of uh, didn't take their calls but we, since we were, you know, going back and forth. But yeah, yes, if you well, do want to call in, go ahead. That number uh, is 424-666-2425. Call in. We would love to talk to you. Um, uh, it's just me and Eric here tonight. We'll talk to you about anything that is on your mind. Um, if you have anything to maybe even respond to whatever Eric was saying here earlier, um, now is the time to do so. Come on in. By the way, I'm the I'm the I'm the guy that I, I'm not politically correct like Mr. Hideous. He's he's good. See, that's the thing. You got a good guy. I, I don't care. Do you think bro. Mike is politically correct? So then, me is that your shot. way of? Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't think he's politically correct. By the way, and neither am I. More polite and respectful than I am. Let's put it that way. He's more respectful. That's why about the guy though because he you know he, he throws his opinions out there and i like it but and then but he always he kind of pulls back the reins he doesn't go overboard like you know i like that about my he's, he's a good guy and he's a good guy he's a good guy and i believe we do have uh someone here on the line i'm not sure who it might be i think it might be anthony i'm not quite sure um is that you anthony oh they hung up oh wow that's, that's not cool i was uh really enjoying that I thought we were gonna... shame. Oh, I oh wait, they're calling back. They are calling back. I have no idea who this is, but it um I, it might be um our boy Anthony. Anthony, what's up, man? Is that you? Good evening, my angel. There he is. <laughs> I... Love that laugh. Oh shit. What's up, brother? I'm How here. are you? How are you? I'm glad you're alive. I am well, my brother. <laughs> Michael Deacon is the truest venation of the truth, but I want to say something. Hello. 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 <laughs> I, wait, hold on. We're hearing you. I'm here. What's going on? What's the deal Hell out there? The dealy dealy is... What's going on in NYC? Give us an update. In the NYC... Oh, okay, I'll tell you the fucking update. Give us the road. Yeah, give us the rundown. fucking cunts. Tell me about these cunts. Fuckers. Ooh, tell them about these cunts. Tell me. Tell them, you fucking... Oh, shit. <laughs> Love that. And you tell these fucking assholes. Oh my. Tell these fucking, this fucking Mary that got it over here and tell him, you fucking tell this fucking shit. Fucking, oh my. You tell him, you can't, like, they're gonna fucking prosecute this fucking guy over on the west side and stand that fucking asshole. It's, it's self-defense in New York City is illegal. You tell this cunt. Bitch. My God. I'm, I'm not really piecing together with this message here. Well, well Anthony's a very Anthony's very livid here. We we appreciate that so much. He's yeah, he's a madman tonight. Sounds like he could be on a bad trip. I mean, maybe he took some uh, quaaludes or methaqualudes. Meth I have maybe. no idea, but we do have another call. I, I didn't mean to hang up on you there, Anthony. I apologize. We hit the wrong button here. It's my fault. But we do have another caller here, and uh, hopefully uh, Anthony will call back. Caller, go ahead. You're alive. 
Hi, Michael. It's me, uh, Daniel. We've had a few, few conversations on PM, on Facebook, you know, just going back and forth on stuff we believe in. Did we now? Yeah, we talked a lot. Even, uh, <laughs> yeah, different things. Things are even not even paranormal, political. Nice. And what's going on with you? How you been? I've been doing really good. You know, um, I haven't watched, I haven't listened to you in a while, but I listened to like the last one. And why haven't one you been listening, by the way? This is illegal, by the way. What do you mean? I mean, like I, haven't been? I mean, you need to be listening. You know, if you're not listening, this is not good. This is not, this is a bad look. Oh no, trust me, dude. I totally missed the show. Like, trust me, I was going to see you back in, uh, what's it called? Dark Matter Radio. Like, oh my so God. Yeah. Daniel. Yes. Uh, do you, you know who I am now? I do. Yes. I'm so glad you're alive and well out there. Yes, I did. Yeah. I, I had to remind you that we're still here. We're still doing the show. You know, this is someone who's been listening to this program for such a long time. And yes, I'm, yeah. I'm honored you're here. Dude, I, I've been wanting to call for the longest. You know, this is the first time. So first time call first, a long time. Listening. Oh, I love that. I yes. Just, you know, back with the Howard Stern shit. Nice. Know, we were talking about Stern. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, the guy you have on the phone, you know, the, the guest today. You mean Eric? He's right uh, here. Yeah, yeah. He he wants drama, so I guess I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to bring it. Oh shit! Oh my he god! Bring it. Let's oh, put oh, on your well, Eric, big boy pants. Well, Eric, you know you princess. you wanted trouble. I mean, you're gonna get it, I guess. All right, you let him go. Let him let him reel it out there. Let's I mean, you you know you want trouble, and now this caller he's gonna go at you now. He better bring some good stuff, some evidence, so, some okay. best advice to verify whatever he's going to say. Son, where'd you find something man? and start saying, you know, attacking? But he made a comment and said that people who are Trump supporters shouldn't even be able to allow to breathe. Oh my! He's a, you know, and I'm just like, well, I actually voted for Trump, you know, and I'm Mexican, so it's not like I'm a white supremacist. Oh or shit! But I just want to know, like, what does he mean by that? Like, where is this coming from? Uh, well, yeah, what does that mean, Eric? How? Well, what do you mean you don't like uh, women in, you know, you don't like women in Trump hats, and now you are saying they they shouldn't be breeding? What, what do you mean by that, Eric? Are you uh, joking around, or are you being serious? Uh, really, I'm a white guy. First of all, uh, I don't think I don't think the blonde women should be breeding. Anybody that follows Trump that's got blonde hair, those are the ones I'm actually referring to. I have great respect for okay, the Mexican so community, no, and uh, you know, you know, Trump. I actually, like I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, you I like voted for Trump. I thought I preferred Trump over Biden. I preferred Trump over Clinton, over Clinton, no doubt. I don't think Trump uh, was a bad president while he was president. I just don't respect what he's done uh, since that time uh, and the information that's come out. Uh, I, I just don't like this. Is not this is not how the country is designed to function. And he's trying to change things. I get it, but I think it's more for the benefit of him. I think he's a narcissist and people need to look into that, that aspect of Trump's personality is do we want a narcissist running the country? That's really, forget Donald Trump. Do we want any narcissist running the country? Anyway, I apologize if I offend you. I was just being kind of silly. You know, if you listen to the show tonight, you'll I say a lot of silly things. It's more just for entertainment and for fun and to rile people up. So anyway, go go ahead, just call her. I'm sorry. I just wanted to let you know that. Oh no no no! I just uh, I'll be honest. I literally just joined. As soon as I joined, that's all I heard. So I just joined recently because usually, um, you know, Michael Deacon has his show a little bit earlier. So that's right. Yes. So it's a, it's a late show, and I, I know he gets on on Saturday. So I, uh, I was surprised when I clicked on my YouTube and he was live, and I was just like, "Whoa, he's live now!" And I clicked on it, and that's literally the first thing I heard. So I know I know there's a lot of joking around. Love that. So, but yeah, you were just like he, uh, the fact that you know, even he was like, you know, 
Yeah, uh, Michael, uh, uh, Mike Hideous was like, uh, he was like, he's more politically correct. I was like, you know, maybe, maybe he's being serious. Maybe he's not joking, you know? Well, here's my, here's my, my style of, like, you know of humor and personality is I, I, I mix truth with bullshit and then I let the caller figure out what's what. So, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, it's kind of more to get people to think. It's like, OK, I'm going to tell some of the things I really believe. In. I'm going to tell some I'm just going to make some shit up and let's see who's smart enough to figure it out. So you're a smart guy. So you figured it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, dude. Um, I'll be honest. I'm also drinking some honey whiskey. <laughs> I work at a liquor store. <laughs> so. Well, don't worry. I mean, you you pressed Eric here, and he he folded immediately. By the way, <laughs> I won the jackpot. <laughs> well, Eric, you were um, sort of taken down a notch here. Now, the caller, just make sure. No, if Trump does run again, do not vote for him, dude. Just do me, a, do yourself and the and the country a favor. Just don't. Just, what do you think about just, that, um, Daniel? I'll be honest. I don't even know. Okay, so if Trump uh, run, well, but they said he's going to run in 2024, and there's even merchandise already already being made. And I even thought about buying a hat for Trump 2024, but the thing is, I don't even know who's who, 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 who he's going to run against. So, you know, it's one of those things yeah, that the Republicans, I kind of look into facts. I have to source everything where everything, you know, is being, because when people say things, that's fine. A lot of times I'm not really well informed on shit, so I, so I can't argue. I just be like, hey, let me get back to you on that. I have to, you know, find information about what you're talking about. And, or like, you know, because, you know, it's more like a debate. There's no reason to argue when it comes to politics. And when it comes to that, I blame the school system because they never taught people how to, I mean, there's debate class. Yeah, sure. But when it comes to politics, I, we're so fucked up in that whole de- uh, politics shit that even you're not allowed to talk about it at work. Because like, you know, it will just turn into an argument. Even adults don't fucking know how to fucking debate properly. So, and I'm blaming the school system, you know. It's not your fucking job, you know, job to teach you how to do that. So. The public school is, uh, you know, it's not very good. And it hasn't been for a very long time, obviously. America, love America. Yeah, the school system sucks. Has been pretty um, radical, know? to say the very least, but yes. So, um um, but Daniel, you know, I do appreciate you giving us a call here and uh, giving us your opinion. I'm glad you called in. It's 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 badass. Finally, yeah, thanks, Daniel. Yeah, appreciate it. it was a good time talking to you. Yeah, man, I'm so glad you finally were able to, to call in here. Uh, and you're like in you're in Seattle, California, right? No, I'm not in Seattle. I'm in uh, El Centro. El Centro, my bad. El Centro, California. Yes, where the devil resides. <laughs> It's hot as hell out here. I mean, it's 95 degrees outside, so yes. That's nothing. You know, uh, we're, we're hitting the 103 here where I'm in Texas. Well, I mean, we hit like one, we're going to hit like 115 out here eventually during the week. Shit. No, no, we don't do I'm that. I'm saying it's 95, even 98 probably right now, and it's nighttime, obviously. Oh, right now. Yeah. All right, so I'm in, oh, shit. I'm in Dallas, I'm in Dallas County, and right now I'm looking it up where I'm at. It's 88, so actually, yeah, you're still suffering more than you. And it's humid, by the way. You got to remember that. Damn. It's hot out here. I'm gonna die. Um, so I know, I know, I know. I'm about to get off soon, but um, this guy, what's his name, Eric? Eric. Who you have on? That's Eric. Yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, how'd you, like, who is, like, I'm sorry, like, what is his background? Like, I'm, cause I'm, I'm, uh, as somebody who just joined recently. Yeah, you just jumped in here. Yeah, yeah. You want me, uh, me you, you want to tell Michael what you remember? <laughs> well, Eric has a, basically, he's a researcher and he goes around and does interviews with all sorts of walks of life that are in this sort of a 
a strange and unusual sort of world that we uh, are in. But, you know, th- these characters that go around and talk about their experiences they've had, uh, UFOs and uh, Bigfoot and what have you. And Eric is someone who's interviewed all kinds of people, and he um, is here on the program. He's a great source of information. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this name. Oh, there's that female who does the, 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 the cross circle movie. What's her? And she has a YouTube channel. I forgot her name. She's like really big. Yeah, I know you're talking is about. That, she's from Colorado. I can't that, remember her name. No. Um, yeah, I, I'm. Her name escapes me right now, but I think I know who you mean. Yeah, she's uh she's a little bit seasoned. Uh, she's an older she woman. Glasses. What's her name? We don't know a name. No, uh, it, no one died. Oh, I can't. Okay, I'm gonna stay no, quiet. I, know, I know what you're talking about. I can't even see her face. I just can't remember her name either. Linda, 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 something. Linda Bolton Howe. Yeah, Linda Bolton Howe. Linda Bolton Howe. No, yeah, no, her real name is actually Linda, Linda Moldy Cow. Linda Moldy Cow. Yeah, Linda Moldy Cow. She changed it to Linda Moulton Howe. <laughs> wow, Eric, how dare you? She won't like that. <laughs> you know, um, actually, you know who I thought you were referring to was uh, this woman, Patty Greer. She also talks about uh, crop circles, by the way. Oh, no, no, no. Linda Moulton Howe. But yeah, you're talking about her. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love her work and stuff. So that's basically what he does. He goes around trying to figure out. He's, a, he's an investigator. He's a hardcore, yeah. In a, in a sense, he kind of is, actually. I had, I had dinner with Linda Moldy Cow in the... Uh, in uh, in California during the Super Bowl about five years ago, you got a beef with her? Well, what's what, what's this heat going on here? I didn't know no, you had just the nickname that Brad Olson gave her. Actually, Brad gave her that <laughs> yeah. nickname. Brad Olson. It's just funny. Brad's a good guy. We come up with nicknames for these people just for fun. <laughs> Brad's a funny guy. I like Brad. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. I he's met him here. before. He's a good guy. He's a very good guy. Um, Daniel, We're do some research uh, coming up in the next few days. Nice, uh, Daniel. Anything else to add before we uh, cut you loose here? And again, I do want to thank you for giving us a call. It was fun. <laughs> uh, so I do want to talk about John Greer a little bit. Okay. You know, uh, uh, okay. So John Greer was the guy that everybody's like was looking forward to. He had all, all the information for a while, and he kept talking about that one nebulous but that was going to come to Earth or something. Or something like that. I remember there was like a, a meteor that was coming or down a planet that was going to crash into John Earth. Greer? I don't even know who John Greer is, and to be honest. I think you might uh, have some names mixed up here, I think. You're talking about Dr. Stephen Greer? Stephen Greer? Is that who you're yeah, referring to? Yeah, Stephen Greer. Sorry, I meant Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer. Stephen Greer, yes. The guy with the glasses. Yeah, the guy with the glasses. Yeah. He looks kind of like an alien. Yeah, he's a reptilian hybrid. Shape, like he was in, in, uh, without gravity for a few years. <laughs> he looks a little reptilian. This is true. But he's a reptilian. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, yes. So with the whole Netflix situation, you okay. know, um, what 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 is? Uh, I want to ask Eric. And his name is Eric, right? The guest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Eric. Yeah. So, like, after uh, I think he gave like a year when it was supposed to crash because of all scientific mathematics or whatever. Now, now that's not happening. And, it's basically been debunked. What is your thoughts on Stephen Greer and, and his whole, um, you know? Well, he, he believes that, like that. Uh, the secret government, I'm just going to use their terms, is, uh, is yeah, going to have yeah. an invasion. Sorry. That's going to be the final, uh, like COVID right now. I mean, this is just an example. You know, there's a lot of things that are changing from 9-11. Now you got COVID. And, and so every little step, is building towards what they 
want to have a new world order. That's what Greer says. And never the people say this too. They believe this. And so anyway, yeah. If they have a fake alien invasion, then they believe that that will unite the world, and then they'll have to have a, a one world uh, order. That's how they want the new world order. And they, but I don't know. I, I don't believe that that's going to happen. I think that was a plan at one time, and but I think that the way things have kind of evolved uh, with with the way things are now, I don't think that they can pull that off. To be honest with you, and other people I've talked to don't believe they can pull it off. Um, can I just ask one more question? Uh, it reminded question. me of a. This sort of reminded me of Project um, Blue Beam. All of a sudden, yes, exactly. I heard a, I heard a blue book. What do you mean? Uh, Eric, do you want to enlighten Daniel here with what Project Blue Beam is? Yes, it's like a holographic image in the sky that looks totally real. They can make a, like an alien mothership look totally real in the sky. Yes, the government wanted to fake a second coming of sorts. Yeah. Instead of it's Jesus, like a mirage so it'd be aliens. In the sky. Yes, like a mirage in the sky, exactly. They wanted people to believe that there was a rapture coming. And then, of course, oh, yeah. then they'll have fake news about it. Like if, if Fetzer was going to talk about that, Jim Fetzer, he would call it like a false flag event where, where all these people are going to say that they were killed by the aliens and they'll have these footage and stories and that CNN will tell all these stories, but it'll all be fake news. And so anyway, that, that's probably what Fetzer would say, but that he, is he what he would say. <laughs> we got to bring Jim back in on, um, on the action here. You know, there was a, another shooting. I'm, I'm very curious yeah. to know what he has to say about that. Uh, Daniel, any more, uh, anything else? Shootings in June, by the way, 58 uh, shootings well, in June. I was going to ask something else, but then when you brought up that project, it's kind of, you know, cause I, you know, uh, I kind of lost my, my place. Oh, we, we so, kind of went too crazy here. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 I got this combobulated for a little bit. I know it, it's sort of a uh, mind boggling at times, you know, these sort of conscious coma vibrations that we let out, they sort of screw up your mind a little. I get it. <laughs> yes uh, so daniel once again my friend thank you so much for being a part of the program and uh you know giving us a call and being involved with the program this was a first time caller long time listener by the way folks we love that very much uh daniel say good night all right guys yeah i think thank you very much for listening to my Hi, daniel. Uh, my ideas and thoughts we love that um, call in again time. daniel don't be shy yeah. and don't mess okay. with texas thank you so much. all right brother take care right, good, night. good night brother and there he goes. That was Daniel. Great caller there. We appreciate Daniel very much. That was awesome. If you were calling into the program, uh, now is the time to do so. That number is 424-666-2425. Uh, give us a call. Don't be shy. We are here for a little bit longer. Um, you know, we've been here on the, pro we, we've been on for about an hour, uh, Eric, almost, uh, two hours, it seems. Oh, we're, having, we're having a good time. Well, yeah, we're having a great time. We are enjoying. The calls, we're having a fun conversation, always a great time. Uh, you know, other people were calling in, by the way, Eric, and now they're gone. Go as long as we want. I still got a half a bottle of wine here. I'm just kind of nursing it. Okay. Well, we <laughs> can take a few more calls if anybody steps up to the plate, or else we are shutting it down. Uh, it's your call out there, and um, if Anthony wants to call in, I know he was calling in a, a minute ago, and now he's gone. Um, now is your time to shine, by the way. We are sort of winding down. It's been a good time here. You know, I wasn't even, even going to be on on the show here. You know, we had so many technical glitches. It was really screwing me up. Everything sort of fell apart. And I had to take all kinds of time to get shit back on track here, folks. It, it's a miracle. 
Thank Jesus Christ. I mean, really, thank the Lord. You don't even know how how badly I was praying to Paula White. I was uh, praying. Oh my God! I hit I hit the mic stand here. I I was praying. I was crying. We got it. We got it together. Um, here we we someone said my name three times and I appeared just like that. Um, folks, don't say my name three times. I might appear. Caller, go ahead. You are live. Hi guys, how you doing? I'm good. Is this uh is this our friend in Canada? Yeah. Oh my god. It is. I knew it was you. Canada. How's it going? It's going good. You know, it's hanging low and to the left. Uh, I was watching some show and I they're talking about <laughs> these lakes that are uh, over the ocean about San Diego. You guys know anything about that? Yeah, San Diego is about an hour and twenty minutes from here, by the way, and I do know uh, what beach that is and everything. And I have seen, you know, black helicopters out there a time or two out there in like La Jolla and all these other places out there. You know, we do see that time and time again. And, uh, you know, we do see these strange lights in the sky. And some, some people will say that they've always been here. These, uh, UFOs, they have been emerging out of the water for a long time. Uh, that's why we have these things called USOs. Um, yeah. uh, so Eric, you know, the whole, the whole thing about that it's been going on forever and it's an interesting time yet again we find ourselves here almost 2023 and we're starting to see more lights in the sky people are coming out more and more with all these sort of fantastic reports about uh ufos and shit it's pretty awesome um eric i'm not sure if there is a reason for any of this uh or what your opinions are in general of all these sort of things going on in the media i mean we've also had and you know i didn't even get to talk to you about this but the whole a Bigfoot skull that was found. There may be a big uh, hoopla about. Yeah, you never know. We got to get into that in a moment here. But going back to UFOs and all that, I'm sure um, you have sort of an opinion on what that is, why the government is all of a sudden more interested or more vocal, I should say, about this, about this phenomenon. Well, let me ask the caller real quick. Do you have an opinion on it? Yeah, caller, go ahead. Lay it on us. I can hardly hear you. Oh, we can hardly hear you. That's not a good sign. Do you have an opinion on this? Uh, the lights that they recently, <laughs> well, like twenty different people filmed, and it was all over, you know, social media. Okay, lights. All. Have you seen the lights? Have you seen the videos? Yeah. What's your first impression? Yes. What's your first instinct tell you? What do you think about that? Honestly, nowadays I don't know what's what anymore, man. You're right. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I have a theory. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen this. I've seen this footage about the war in Ukraine, and all of a sudden, two days later, it's from some video game, right? Like, what's going on with this shit? Well, the lights—they happened. That was uh, that was real. Uh, There's here's what could have happened. Uh, For example, in 1997, when they had the Phoenix lights. Right. Uh, they tried to say that that the massive triangle of lights that that many 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 people saw claimed it was a solid craft. It wasn't just flares, but the original the story was that it was flares. That's what they tried to say originally, and then they you know the, once the researchers dug their teeth into that, they proved that it wasn't flares. So of course these lights had just happened this last week. A lot of people they're saying it's flares. Yeah, that's so, what they were uh, saying on the news that they were flares, but these things were sort of. Go, they were um, information, and they were sort of separating and coming back together again. Yes, and blinking off and on. I, yeah. mean, I didn't know flares blink off and on. I, I didn't I know either. Of that. The different kind of flare, I guess. Like for an hour it went on, right? Yeah. A little well, over an hour. A couple hours. A couple hours, yeah. 
they were filmed from um, yeah. all up and down the coast there from as far as mexico uh you know there's different towns along the, uh, the you know the ocean there so they got a lot of different angles so some people some of the videos that i saw i saw a lot of videos that you you would see three or four lights or two lights some you saw five or six or seven so you didn't always see the same exact uh angle maybe they were coming and going and maybe somebody started you know, anyway the long story short is uh I think that what what the Navy probably did, uh, whether they put those lights out there or they're from from some other you know non uh, sentient source, that they they did send up flares. That's that's exactly what they did in in uh, Phoenix. So that they have plausible deniability. So they send up the flares. Now people are recording these flares up in the sky. They're seeing them come down, and then they post the video, and then and then oh okay, we figured out what it was. It was flares. So yeah, maybe there were flares, but that doesn't mean all the lights that people recorded that night were flares. So they they create this kind of uh, disinformation, misinformation, aura of uncertainty. So nobody really knows what happened. Um, I I I took the frame by frame video. I literally went frame by frame, and in one of the videos, there's five lights up there, kind of in a semi square shape, and then they would be. uh, This is true, and there were seven frames in one second. And so I would click one frame all within one second. I could see each of these lights going off and on. Oh, wow. And then when I got to the second second, all the lights, there was one light that was red, one light that was orange, one light that was kind of greenish blue, but only for literally not even a half a second for like a split second. Could you even see that? So if you're watching the video, you probably wouldn't even notice because it happened so fast. But if you go frame by frame, then uh, I could see two smaller lights that looked to me like they came out of the area where the bigger lights were, came shooting down two of them out of from the top down to closer to the ocean, and they were just hovering there. But those things were only there for like a second or two, and then they were gone. But you could clearly see that, you know, flares don't move that quick and just stop on a dime and, and just hover. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh, now yeah. it could be drones. I mean, it could be a psyop. It could have been a. They were doing a test to see for whatever reason they wanted to test this by. You know, so I thought, okay, so maybe they've got drones with these lights attached to them that can go off and on that look like flares. I mean, that's possible. That is possible. I'm not saying it was aliens. It, could but be that, it wasn't flares, though. I mean, the, what most of what people were seeing were not flares. They were either drones or they're fucking aliens. One or the other. Well, I hope that answers that. Um, call or anything else you'd like to add yeah. uh, out there in the great white north. Yeah. What, what do you think about uh, what's going on in Sri Lanka? Tell me. I, I'm not up to date on that. Oh, well, the people are, have had enough of the prime minister and the, and the premier. And they're both brothers. And so they bur- <laughs> the people burnt the house down where they live. Dumped oh, their, I just think uh, that's right. into the that ocean. just happened in the last 24 and, hours, I think, right? They went down to Parliament, and they went, like, 100,000 people went to Parliament and burned the place down. Yeah, there's a crisis you going on out there. It's it's pretty insane. Yeah, some of these uh, citizens in other countries where they don't have the, uh, the strong arm of the intelligence agencies and whatnot that we have in the United States, they're much more emboldened to go out and do these things. I mean, I'll tell you, if the people in the United States try to have like a uh, – they talk about, oh, we're going to have – what do they call it? Like a – what is it when they have a little uh, – like a civil war? 
we, you know, that's going to take a civil war to change this country. Well, with the technology and the, and the firearms and, and the manpower that, that the government has, there, there's no chance that we have, in my opinion, an uh, uprising in the United States. That's pretty wild, though. You know, I was looking at uh, I was looking at footage of that, and I thought, holy shit, that's crazy what's going on out there. Yeah. They went through the police, and then they went through the, the military, man. It's amazing when you think about it. Good Lord. Yeah, we're going to have to find out what goes on there. And, of course, we saw the Japanese uh, prime minister get uh, assassinated as well. Mm-hmm. I heard that, that story today. I smuggled in a homemade plastic gun. It was smuggled <laughs> in. There was no metal in that device that they brought it in. Was a homemade, it was a homemade shotgun, a double-barreled shotgun. That's pretty pretty crazy. Well, I don't know if it was a shotgun or not, but whatever it was, it was not. there's no metal. Pretty Who crazy. knows the real story, though? I mean, you hear these stories at these conferences, and, you, you know, this guy thinks he knows what happened, but how does he fucking know? He wasn't there. So, I mean, you know what I mean? That's true. Well, our friend in Canada, we are going to wrap it up here in a moment. Um, I do want to thank you for uh, giving us a call. That was cool. We love yeah, that. Thanks yeah, thanks, man. I didn't, get, I didn't get notified by YouTube until like 10 minutes ago. Oh, that's terrible. We've been here for a while. Almost two hours now. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thanks anyways, man. Good show tonight. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Take care. And uh, there he goes. That's our friend in the great white north. That's uh, Canada for for you folks out there that have no idea what the hell we are uh, talking about. Uh, But Eric, I do want to thank you as well for, you know, bringing down the house here tonight. You know, we brought it down faster than the Twin Towers and faster than a Japanese prime minister. Yes, yeah, I think you're right. That's a good. That's. Uh, I think we nailed it. We did. It was a great time. I had a fun time here. You know, I didn't even get to talk to you about you know individuals out there who say the Nazis didn't really lose World War Two. That the Nazis made an agreement with the reptilians, and oh they are sort of running the show. You know what? There, there's there's possibilities there. Uh, that that's not completely insane. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't personally put my name on it, but I wouldn't. Uh, there could be evidence that there's some truth there. I wouldn't doubt that that anyway. That's, oh, they that's, say, yeah, they say the Nazis created the anti-gravity propulsion, propulsion, uh, technology, you know, I hope I'm not making that up. I mean, no, they, I do recall hearing have, about this. The, uh, one of the first humans uh, to possibly do that, probably with the assistance of some uh, race of beings. And, and maybe it was the Draco or the reptilians. I mean, or that's whoever, a, but, I mean, that's how, it, that's how we got into space, you know, thanks to the Germans, as you know, that's why NASA was even created. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, shit, if, if uh, we hadn't been able to have that Operation Paperclip, I mean, the, the technology that we have and the things that we've done we are as a country and how, our, how things have changed so rapidly in the last 70 years would probably not have happened. So, yeah, it's... Uh, That's another can of worms that we just opened, but we have to sort of close it back up as we bring it down. We'll but save, Yeah, we'll man. save it again for a, a later time. And, Eric, I do want to thank you for being a part of the program. It was a miracle that... We even pulled this off, given the fact that technology failed me here tonight. But it yeah. it took me hours to get it all back together again, and now it sounds amazing. Everything sounds great. Uh, the calls were great. It was, it was awesome. And I, I apologize if you called in and I didn't take your call. Please, I, I apologize so much. We will get to your call again uh, when we go live again, which might even be tomorrow. I'm not sure. You know, these shows just sort of happen. We don't really, yeah. we can't really plan it all the time. Um, I wish we could. You know, if I was here all the time, you would hate the show. Uh, so we can't really do that. And uh, maybe tomorrow I'll be here. Who knows? 6 p.m., 7 p.m. here in the West Coast. Look it up. 
that's you, we might you might find me here who knows i might even have uh who is that man who am i talking to tomorrow um i i have to find out and and look but i think we do have someone that's going to be on the show i believe um eric i think we might have i was gonna say we might have another eric but actually we have dean ryan on the program tomorrow that's gonna oh, be cool. a fun time we do like dean ryan a great guy He's out there. I think he was doing a show tonight with uh, Jim Fetzer, our boy, the freight train. We love Jim uh, very much. But, yes, I do want to say uh, thank you, Eric, for hanging out here and spending some time and giving us a report and being a great guest here. Right on, bro. It was a good time. Appreciate the time. I'm going to hang up. I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Take care. Good night. And there he goes, boys and girls. That was Eric, the adventurer, and he's a great guy great researcher of sorts we appreciate him and i appreciate all of you out there for hanging out here tonight it was a great time i enjoyed it i hope you enjoyed it too it was a fun time thank god we made it though you know i thought for a while there that there would be no show tonight i really thought that i thought oh god everything has sort of broken down my main computer has betrayed me once more no longer is working anymore it was very scary it was very scary for a moment there i thought i had to take it to a uh, sort of a uh, pc repair shop of sorts you know and i was kind of worried i thought my god if i leave it here the person fixing it for sure is gonna go through uh, all the files and photos and i thought my god there's more incriminating material in that pc than what was found inside of hunter biden's laptop i thought you know you don't even want to know what was in there believe me i was hoping uh i might not uh, be so lucky and i actually have to take it into a shop and i thought holy crap I'm, i might have to set this building on fire i don't know i don't know uh, but regardless boys and girls that was a good time here i was in here for a long well actually i can't say that we were here for a long time and it was a great time holy hell how time flies by and boys and girls i appreciate every single one of you out there even those that hate the show and despite the show you know we are hated by many and loved by few this is true this is true and folks we were in sort of a prime time sort of hour here it's late night almost almost midnight we're an hour away i mean it's close to midnight and we were free balling it the whole time you know we were doing this thing we were riding hard here uh, Michael, don't you have any bad stuff on there? Um, I don't know, Chris. I, I don't really think I have bad stuff on there. I'm sort of making a joke here. It wasn't really anything too troubling. I promise. Uh, but yes, folks, we had a great time. I do want to thank Eric for being a part of the program. He's a great guest, great researcher, and I appreciated the cause very much, and I appreciate all of you out there in the chat room, those of you on the interwebs. Love that. I really do. And, of course, all of you out there, the international listeners, really respect all of you out there for hanging out with us here tonight. And those of you that will listen to the podcast version of this program, of course, you can find us anywhere by searching the Michael Deacon program. Uh, wherever you listen to your shows, that's where you'll find me. You'll find me there. Uh, David C. says, Michael is just cool dude. You mean I'm a cool dude? Is that what you're saying? Uh, if so, I agree. Free balling and free basing. Yeah, that's exactly what was on my computer. Pictures of me free balling and uh, smoking crack. That's exactly what was there. But yes, as we take this, as we take this thing, I should say, this vessel, as we take it home here tonight, 
And before I pull it, Larry Silverstein style, folks, I do want to thank all of you out there again for pressing play and hanging out with me here tonight. It was a good time. And don't forget, if you are a hardcore fan of this program, and I say that with quotations, I'm not sure if you are a hardcore fan, but if you do enjoy the program, patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon, that is where you'll find bonus material, exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. You won't find it on the podcast or here on YouTube. If you want another dose, patreon.com forward slash Michael Deacon or go to michaeldeacon.com and that's where you'll find even more information on the show if nothing I said was audible to you. If you are death by Kellen Keller, I don't even know how you found this, but much respect to you. Now, what does the future have in store for all of us? I have no idea. We are sort of alone in the uh, dark here. We're going through space. We don't know where we're headed. And there's nothing more frightening than reality, folks, as I love to say. It's true. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place, and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night.